What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. As you figured out by now, we have teamed up with Racer360 for the 2020 season, and we are really excited about it. I've been a big fan of Dion and the coaching that he does since we first met. I've been using it quite a bit. Um, I use their track breakdowns for any time I go to a new track. Um, I talk to Dion when I can about ways I can improve. Um, any any chance that I can to get better on track, I try to take advantage of it. So obviously, this partnership is a little self-serving because I get to build that relationship with Dion and then hopefully get better on track as well. Um, but I've been using it all the time. Um, the, the SCCA Time Trials National Tour that came through Heartland Park was the, the event that I used it quite a, probably the most last year. Um, before the event started, he, Dion put out the video that did the track breakdown and walked us through ways that you could improve, where you could, where you could pick up time. And I watched it to the point where I, I knew every corner before I got there. And it was raining and wet, and I was on slicks. So I was slipping aside and didn't really get a chance to actually put a real lap down. But once the track dried, I was able to improve my time in such a way that I, I went to a, the second fastest lap of the event. I was, I was such, it was such an improvement that the rest of the weekend I was called the cheater and that the transponder failed. There's no way I put down that time. It, that Everyone just said it was bullshit. So if you, if you want to improve your times in such a way that the rest of the field gets to call you a cheater, Racers 360 is the way to do it. I mean, putting up an authentic time that's even leaps and bounds better than what you ever expected you could put down just shows the, the, the investment in this coaching is more than worth it. I'm a big fan of Dion. I'm a big fan of Racers 360. I wouldn't partner with them if I didn't believe in what they were doing. So we were doing a seven-day free trial for our listeners, that really wasn't, in my opinion, that wasn't good enough to get people in the door. So I wanted to give you guys an incentive, get, give, give our listeners something back. So it's, it's a 10% discount now. So if you go to the description of the show, just click on that, sign up, 10% off, and then it's exclusive to our, our listeners. But that doesn't go out to everybody. We want you guys to get better on track. If, you, if you're serious about racing, Racers360 is serious about making you improve. So check it out. I want to hear some testimonials this summer about our listeners that have improved. Welcome back to Sentence Podcast. I am Robbie with my co-host Adam. We are in the Kanga Motorsports Studio. Hooray! Robbie, it's cold outside. It, It did get cold again. I don't like it. Nope. But it's dry. It is dry. Uh, you can make it here. Because it's sit- snowing in other places. Yeah, which means there's no snow for us. Our, our friends in Oklahoma got like six inches of snow today. Good. Deal with it. Yeah. But theirs will be gone in like a day, yeah. whereas ours is still here. Daniel sent a message to our little group chat, and he was like, what is this shit? It's yours now. Deal with it. Yeah. yeah. I was pretty happy about it. I was really happy that it got to 50, and now I can drive on the roads. Yeah. <laughs> and you can make it here safely. I brought my work truck today. Oh, I could have told you that there's no... And stuff. then I didn't need it anyway. Yep. What's good? Because that's two-wheel drive with great tires on it. doesn't have lick of trouble anywhere. Things it's all, are beast. It's all good. I get into places with our, that our four-wheel drive trucks have gotten stuck with that thing. Because it's, it's got Lord. a fuckload of weight over the back axles, and it never stops. Perfect. It's like a tank. Dude, it's a beast. I, I know. It's Although massive. I think I might have blown the motor up. Well, it's not your motor, so it's, it's the company's well, fault. So it was or is sitting, it your fault? It was sitting idling one day. Because uh, okay. I always leave it idling and basically never shut it off. Because if I shut it off, the generator will drain the battery. 
Just a big diesel truck, right? No, it's a gas truck. Oh. It's got a six liter LS in it. Oh, that's good. LS things. Yeah, that's great. It'll run forever. Uh, well, it will until the water pump gives out. Well, <laughs> shit. While it's sitting idling and you don't fucking know it. How many miles are on it? 200,000. That's a lot of miles. It's a lot of miles. But the thing is, like, if it's got 200,000 miles on it, imagine how many hundreds of hours of just sitting there idling it has on it, too. Oh, shit, yeah. Damn near double it. Yeah, I bet. Really? Yeah. So the water pump gave out and all the coolant disappeared. And I hopped in the truck one day. All the coolant disappeared? It's all gone. Did it give out because it was gone? I don't know. I sh- <laughs> no, no, because I we have a we have a sheet that we have to fill out every Monday morning. Oh yeah. So I have to go through it. So yeah, do your maintenance checks. So this was like a Thursday, and Monday morning it had it coolant in it. Oh shit! And I've never seen a puddle. No. So I say you only drip oil on my driveway. You don't drip coolant. That's probably my blazer, blazer. Not the truck. I, yeah, I don't know about the truck. It's fine. I just know that you've been here because there's oil in my driveway. Oh, God, why do you have to hurt me like that, Robbie? There's oil in the garage. There's oil in the driveway. But, I can point it out to you if you'd so like. The, so I hop in it, and it, the thing's sitting at 260, just pegged. Oh, shit. And it had been idling without me in the pass, or in the driver's seat for like at least 20 minutes. <laughs> so I have no idea how long it was pegged out like that. Too long. And so I killed it. And popped the hood and like got to looking at it. You know, after it cooled down a little bit, yeah, it's completely out of antifreeze. Ran across the street to the come and go that was right there. Yeah, bought a gallon of antifreeze, filled it up, and got it home without any trouble. But then the next morning when I got back to work, it was empty again. It was all on the ground underneath it. Oh shit! So it ended up being a water pump, and now it's way louder than it used to be, and it's clearly down on power. Uh oh. So whoopsie. I mean, luckily it's not your money or anything you really could have controlled. Yeah, it still sucks because I really like that truck. What's well, an LS? They just go grab another one, throw it right in. That's kind of what out I in said. Af- it's, knock it out in the afternoon, dude. It's not that easy in there. No, not in that truck. Probably not. No, because that's a van body, and so like the oh, front. Sh- yeah, you gotta like get the rid of front the- of the engine is yes. basically even with the front of the cowl. Yeah, that sucks. Most of the engine is inside the driver but, compartment. You basically, is there like a compartment next There's to your... There's a doghouse that yeah. comes out, like a center console thing that comes out, and that's where the engine is. And I assume that it comes out from underneath. Oh, what a pain in the butt. Yeah, that sucks. And we don't have like a lift or anything at the shop, so I'm assuming if we were to put a new engine in it, it would have to go to, to some uh, yeah. heavy but. truck repair shop. Yep. And those get expensive. Yeah. And then you... Total it out and for get a new one. A, yeah, for a two hundred thousand mile truck, like, or we just get a new one. Right. But I'll probably end up with something I don't want. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. That's what happens when you have things that you like. It yeah, t- life takes it away from you. Yeah, you're telling me, Robbie. <laughs> Everything good so. gets taken away from me. Let's talk about things that aren't that. Before we do the opener, I noticed you brought I have a, a lot gaggle of, of things. Yeah. Why is so, there so many things on my let's table? Let's start with the styrofoam box that I've had at my... Well, let's start with my, that thing. What's that? No, let's start with this that I've had in my possession for what's months. In the, what's in the box? What's in the box, What's Robbie? in the box? Is it's this yours. For me? It's a gift? Yeah, this is yours. Oh, shit. This was sent to me a long, long time ago. Is this a Christmas gift? I think it may have been more like a Thanksgiving gift, frankly. Good Lord, Adam. Michael was definitely still on the show when I received that. That's true. You, I, I remember you told me you got me. Yeah. A, our gift was given to you. Yeah. So, I apologize. Oh, this is drop shipped to everybody for having taken so long getting it here. 
Did the person that sent this to you... It's Dallas. Did he complain to you He's about, never said a word to me. What? Which I'm a little bit shocked. I'm surprised he hasn't called you up and be like... Yeah. He, probably, he probably thinks I'm an asshole that got it No, he didn't knows, say a because word. Because I've talked about it more than once. Like, shit, one of these days I'll remember your damn coffee mug. Oh, they ruined it. No one knew. Oh. It's a coffee mug. What's it, it say, Robbie? It says, I heart coming Iowa. <laughs> but if I, if I said it like this, it it's, just says, I heart coming. It's a huge mug. I'm, I'm legit going to drink all of my coffee out of this Are one. Are you going to bring that to work? Oh, yeah. Is that like... Fucking fire! You're not man. gonna have a, <laughs> not gonna have a chat with HR about that or anything. I hope I do. <laughs> I'm a, I have my ten tenths mug at work. I might replace yeah. it with this. Well, that's a bigger mug, this if is, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, this is a, the biggest one we sell is a 15 ounce, and this has to be closer to 18, probably. It seems it's large, it's like large in the charge. Yeah. So it does not. Thank you, and I'm sorry. It says 10 Tents Podcast on the bottom. I don't know, man. What the world? I don't know, man. I assume it's... Uh, whatever. I can't answer it's that. confused. I'm confused. I heard coming. <laughs> Thanks, Dallas. This is like the nicest thing yeah. anyone's got me today. I feel really bad about it. But hey. It, it made it eventually. Today is the gay... The, the gay. Whoa. <laughs> the day Whoa. of gifts. Yeah. So then I also got another package yesterday in the mail. Yeah, you did. From our friend Dustin Nixon. From Texas. Okay. Uh, so. That's a nice new shirt you're wearing. Remember a couple of months ago, I kind of talked to you about how much I love the like way over the top circle track racer shirts. Yeah. And how I think they're hilarious and that maybe we should try and figure out how to. I started, I started to design yeah, for you over Christmas never, break and, and we I never finished like, it. Because I found. Gave a, you the input you were looking for. I found a website that had templates. Right. That I could basically. Work off of I, yeah, I could use some of their stuff yeah. and then basically Photoshop what I needed from of it from it. I just I think that those like tonight. hilariously over designed yeah really busy T shirts. I think they're funny. Do that with the Omni and, and the two four ten tens podcast. I just think and, it'd be great. I should really work right, on like that. make like retro eighties era yeah. colors for mine, and I yeah. don't know what we do for yours. There was there was one that had like come a bunch up of, like, with stupid names like. Oh shit! The Omni was the Babe magnet when it was owned by Bart. Well, then it, that yeah, so we it has just to put say the that. Babe magnet on there somewhere, something like that. You know, I love it. So, or like uh, Logan, his favorite show is Blaze the Mon- Blaze of the Monster Machines, yep, right? Yep. And there's the kind of bad guy, if you will, is this big blue guy who's named Crusher. Crusher. And so when we were at TT. Uh, national tour yep. in Heartland Park. That's what he called your car. It's Crusher. Crusher. So maybe that could be your nickname if you if you wanted it. I, could, I would I could, allow that. I could live with that. I feel like you're not allowed to give your own. Just like you no, can't, can't. You can't give yourself a nickname. You also can't give your car a nickname necessarily. Nope. nope. It was the Rice Rocket for a long time. I mean, that's not a bad one either. I don't hate, <laughs> if we're gonna do the Babe, but it doesn't work the anymore. Rice Rocket. It's got four. Funny. It's got four more cylinders. Yeah, but it's kind of kind of makes it funnier because like. I assume that the that the Omni was called the Babe Magnet magnet in irony. Yeah. So the Rice Rocket now it's, even, it's, it's probably a, funnier now. Yeah, it makes it better. I so it. I also talked to not only Mister Jabay about this because his car was nicknamed the Night Ripper by Super Street, <laughs> and he has no idea why, and people still call it the Night Ripper. 
Even more so now that this show has come out. Right. And uh, so, and I told him that he should get that shirt designed. And then I also talked to Dustin about getting those with his Camaro. Yeah. Like I said, the Optima guys should be doing this because it's hilarious. And he said, I actually have a shirt. And uh, it's got the Camaro on the back of it. And it says, long live disco. (laughs) (laughs) Because apparently... uh, uh, is this for me? That one's for you. Yes, I'm already wearing mine. Um, apparently, Robert Kibbe of the Muscle Car Plays fame. Yep, yep. The guy who's cold shouldered us once or twice, or three or four times. Uh, he lives in Ames and he doesn't have time to talk to me. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, he apparently calls Dustin's car the Disco Camaro. The Disco Camaro. In the TV, Optima TV series and podcast that it that they have. Yep. Whenever he talks about Dustin's car, he talks about it as the Disco Camaro. That's hilarious. And so Dustin made these shirts for it. And so he felt like he needed to send us these. I think that's Obviously, fair. I didn't turn it down. I really appreciate that you're sending me a medium, Dustin. <laughs> it's a super muscle shirt, quote yeah. unquote. You know, I said I like fitted shirts, but I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, like them undersized. Oh, come on, Robbie. I'm gonna, I'll wear this next week. I'm just going to be busting out of it. I'm gonna, just don't flex. This gonna, is a no flex zone. I'm going to go to the gym before, so I'm like, I got a little bit of a pump on, so then I look big, and then I'll wear this shirt. Be like, a little dehydrated? Just, no, no. I want to be like pumped up, so I'll, I'll drink a oh, protein okay. shake, so, okay. I, so I, I'm like super hydrated, so my muscles are bigger. Thanks, Dustin, for the undersized shirt. So he also sent me uh, a couple of stickers. These oh, nice. uh, champion Green Valley Raceway stickers, or Green Valley Raceway champion, I should say. He's the champion? Uh, so these stickers, apparently there was a drag strip called Green Valley Raceway and a road course back in the like 60s and 70s that his dad used to race at. Oh, cool. And these were the stickers that you got when you won your points series for the year. Nice. And he had some of these reproduced for some of his dad's friends, and he had a couple extras. Oh, he cool. also sent me these Traxxas lanyards because he works for Traxxas. Dude, I have so many of those in the shop. So he works for Traxxas, which is super rad. And uh, so he sent me a couple of Traxxas things. And then we got two out of three of the bottles of water he tried <laughs> to send me. So I think that Dustin has a real affinity for this water. So your opinion about this could hurt or help your friendship? Yours specifically. Because he seems Mine, to be convinced that you will, that if you don't like this better than hoppy refreshers, that there's something wrong with you. I, I did discover Athletic Brewing Company non-alcoholic beers, <laughs> so there's that now. So, so I have to custom order my beers. So apparently there were three bottles originally, and the USPS <laughs> broke one of them. Mid shipment, so two day shipping turned into five day shipping, but we got most of the stuff he sent us. Sixty six percent. That's passing. Yeah. So um, we got twist of grape, twist twist of grapefruit, and twist of lime, which I think really uh, means hint of grapefruit and hint of lime. Carbonated mineral water with natural lime flavor. Right, and I guess the third one was an unflavored carbonated water. So how is it naturally flavored when one of the ingredients isn't lime? I don't ask questions, Robbie. Oh, wait, no. It says the last ingredient is Sabor Natural De Lima. There's actually a list of ingredients on here. You can't even read it. Oh, it is. Natural lime flavor. Sorry, I was reading the Spanish ingredients. 
There you go. So, so this is uh, I guess made we'll f- in Mexico. This is, you know when they say don't drink the water, but now we're paying to have it shipped to us. Yeah. Okay, Absolutely. Got it. got it. So it's bottled water. It's fine. Imported mineral Robbie, water I think from I may Mexico. have been mistaken. This says twist of water. Oh, uh, this lid spins but does not come No, off. we need an opener. I think we need a bottle opener. All right, you need this to talk. Bad, you need, I don't have anything to talk about. Talk about yourself. I, I, what? Talk about yourself. I don't have anything to talk about. Talk about yourself. But I don't. Oh, no. Robbie, go fast. Uh, I guess we could use this as an opportunity to uh, shout out to our show sponsors, Racers360. Check them out. Uh, hit the link in the description. Get free seven-day trial. Uh, also, Apex Pro and F- Factor Fabrication. And Kanga Motorsports. Did you say seven-day free trial? Seven-day free trial. Wrong. 10% off. Oh, shit, it's changed. 10% off. Robbie got it changed. By popular demand. Yep, you cheap people (laughs) didn't want to spend the money, so now I got them to give us 10% off. Same address, ip.racers360.com forward slash 10 tenths. Boom. 10% off. Boom. You're welcome. Popular demand. See, oh, this is yeah. what happens when you trust me, Robbie. Because you, you told me they well, were yeah, twist I twist. Off. I started turning it and it twisted, so I thought, okay, we're good, right? No. Just kidding, guys. Oh, shit. I, I want to do this like I didn't come. Oh, God. You're never going to get this. I don't know what's going to... I don't know what's ah, happening here. You're throwing shit at me. It's Sorry, I was trying to make a, make a bottle cap it's in like my a, glass. like beer pong or something. So I have, the, quarters. I have the grapefruit one, which is a real disappointment because I don't like grapefruit flavored things. All right. Lime. So I'm just going to try a little bit of this, and then I want to try some of your some of your limes. So uh, I don't want to get too much, but I don't want to get too little. It's kind of a balance. All so, right. Oh, man. Uh, I would try to smell it, but there's not a chance. Does yours smell like lime? It smells like Sprite. It smells like Sprite? Ooh, I, I like Sprite. It smells identical to Sprite. It's probably really light, like watered down Sprite. <laughs> well, when this, if we decide we don't like this, I can get you Sprite. <laughs> Maybe we can mix them together and get like a Something grapefruit decent. lime Sprite. Uh, I have a funny water story we can talk about here in a minute. But let's, let's try this. All right. Cheers. Oh. It's a oh. shitty. It's a shitty sprite. I don't know why people drink this stuff. It's TV static with lime. That's he likes this better than Hoppy Refreshers. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know if this is true or if he's just you know. He's just being just funny. Being he thinks difficult. He thinks he's so funny. We I spent. Don't know. We texted a lot today, and he thinks he's funny. Oh, did you? We did. We talked about sim racing a lot. Oh, okay. He's really excited about the new pro touring allowance in in track mod for grid life. Oh. So if you have a pro touring car, yeah. and you were looking for more places to play with it than Cam Class and Optima, Grid Life's got a spot for you now. Nice. So, how do you feel about the lime? Yeah, it's got like the same carbonation and like thirty percent of the flavor that a Sprite has. So this would probably be more flavored than like the crap that Michael used to drink. San Pellegrino. Yeah. Yeah, think of that. Well, San Pellegrino, I don't think, has any flavor. Some of them do. Oh, do they? Think of the one that had flavor. It's like that. It's a lot of carbonation. Not a lot of flavor. I kind of taste the lime. I don't understand why people like this. I can taste the bubbles. That's what I don't like is that taste. It's 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 fine. I don't mind it. It's got like a bitter I would. The problem is I, I have a really like a really bad sweet tooth. 
So like if you yeah. ha- you hand me a, like yeah. a, a rooster booster or Kool Aid or yeah, well a properly one. mixed Kool Aid. Yeah, with like extra sugar. Yeah, with like if I have to chew it a little bit, another, that's the right. Kool-Aid. So like they call for a quarter or for a cup. Yeah. You, so I put like a cup and a quarter in, or two cups, and you're getting closer to the right amount. It's like South Sweet Sweet Tea from the South. You have to boil it to get it so that it just it absorbs water. Water. Nah, boil it and then put it in the fridge. Whatever, man. <laughs> I don't really want that much sugar. In yes, it. you do. If you let it sit too long, it turns to like a solid piece of candy. <laughs> That's the perfect concentration for Kool-Aid. That's hilarious. This is okay. I'd rather have a hobby refresher or a non-alcoholic beer. I don't get it. I get I get it, but I have my preferences, and this isn't it. If I had to drink either this or Buffalo soda, so, I would drink this. Well, yeah. Probably. What was a picture that... Uh, Butter. E- e- butter. So we have butter. butter fl- we have butter soda coming. I'm hoping not. Yeah, we do. He hasn't asked me for my address yet. He already has it. Does he? I don't think he has. What, my where address. does he work? Oh, son of a bitch! He has all of our addresses. Son of a bitch! I forgot about that. Yeah, he's had our address since forever. Yeah, they might have been the first people to get our addresses. Yeah. Katie was a little creeped out that we got that I got fan mail yesterday. Well, it's not new. I was like, well, I don't really ever get anything. Yeah, we sometimes do. Usually it went to either you or Michael. Michael, typically. When you send it to me, it takes me four months for it to show up at the show. They've learned. Yeah, they know. It's good to be consistent, Robbie. How do you feel about lime? This is grapefruit. Or grapefruit, I mean. The same. It wants to be a soda. But it's not. (laughs) And it contains no juice. Or sugar. No refill. Not for individual sale, Robbie. Thank you for the Mexican water, Dusty. If I get sick, it's Dusty's fault. Yeah, it's because you drank water from Mexico. Within the next six months, if I end up sick, especially if one of the side effects is diarrhea, (laughs) it's Dustin's fault. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like Robbie and the PRI flu. That's real, dude. I'm not the only one that got it. No, I got it this year. Everyone got it. So... That's where the Wuhan uh, virus started. The, the coronavirus, coronavirus started at PRI. That's probably true. Uh, I saw a post about being sick from PRI uh, on Facebook from people we did not in any way, shape, or form associate with yep. while at PRI this year. So it's it, a real thing. Everyone the gets PRI it. sickness. Yep. It's a real thing. Uh, Jordan from uh, New Edge. He oh, got, he yeah, got yeah. violently That's sick. That's what I was talking yep. about guy we, we talked about or talked to years ago yep so drag racer but no prep racer uh thanks dustin i'm the most excited about the shirt now now i'm all burpy i'm really excited about the shirt i i am long live disco robbie it's gonna be awesome it's pretty funny i'm gonna wear it all the time it's pretty funny the thing i'm a little bit afraid of it's a little on the short sleeved side it's gonna be offended well how do you think i'm gonna feel <laughs> It was short sleeve to begin with. I'm a little afraid that when I wash it, it's going to shrink. Yeah. And then I'm never going to wear it again. Oh. Sorry. If it does that, I'm just going to cut the sleeves off of it. Yeah? Yeah, then, I'm, then I'll wear it to the, on the show. So I bought, I'm gonna, I'll wear it one of these days, but I bought a t-shirt from a uh, friend of the show, Joe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, with the Fiesta. 
Yes. Right? So Duncan. one of his friends is building this wild, crazy time attack fiesta. They're going to take it to Super Lab Battle. Uh, Heretics Time Attack on Facebook and Instagram. But they have T-shirts, and one of them is like kind of like a an engineering drawing of a Festiva. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And it says the new shape of speed on it. <laughs> and so I bought that, and he. this is how I know he listens. He sends me a text message that says, hey – these are fitted T-shirts, so I'm just going to bump it up to an extra large for you. <laughs> Thank you, good sir. Thank you. That's good looking out. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, HereticsTimeAttack.com. There you go. Yep. So. so when you think about building a time attack car, the first thing that comes to mind is a Festiva. Well, yeah. It's lightweight. It's small. Reliable. I mean, that's not what I think about when I think about time attack cars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially unlimited class time attack cars, which is what they're building. Yeah, we could throw that reliability out the window. <laughs> Just power. They, they motor swapped it and turboed it. It's not reliable. What motor? I have no idea. Big one. It's some Mazda derivative. Okay. How many cylinders? Four. You know? Okay. That'll be screaming to the moon. Yeah. It's got a hell of an uh, exhaust manifold on it. I've seen pictures of it. Nice. It's pretty rad. I'm excited to see them. That'd be so, fun. I volunteered me and all my friends who are going to Superlap to help them if they have any sort of mechanical issues and need any help. I just volunteered all of my friends to help them. So I'm sure Josh is really appreciative of well, me think, volunteering his mechanic skills. Well, and I'm, I'm sure the guys at Heretics Time Attack are going to appreciate all of your... I, it's probably best if I don't touch the car. <laughs> I'll be there for moral support. That's 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 better for him. I'll go hang out in their competitors' garages. Ah. That's what... That's what I'm helping. I'm uh, here. Is that chair being used? <laughs> no, like I'm making their cars worse by being near them. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Smart. So, bam. Right, so gifts. Thanks for the gifts, everybody. I do heart coming, Iowa. <laughs> what? I do. It's a nice town. <laughs> oh, Robbie. It. It's I not a town, Robbie. It doesn't have a Casey's. It barely has a post office, but it does have <laughs> a bar. That's not a requirement. It, it does have a bar. It's got a bar and a church. Does it have a church? I'm sure it's got a church. Okay. It's got a bar and a distillery. There you go. But no Casey's or a gas station. So, should we do an opener? Presented by Factor Fabrication. Our friends uh, Booney and everybody else over at Factor Fabrication. They are there for all your fabrication needs. I was hanging out with them yesterday. Oh, Oh. At the SCCA meeting. Right, yeah, I forgot about it. You said you've been doing like nothing but SCCA meetings yeah, I had the for the mid last week. Oh, I had the mid-if convention yep. all day Saturday, yep. and then I went and got picked up tires Sunday, which was really does not an SCCA meeting, but just a lot of driving. Right. And then uh, Tuesday, I had the SCCA monthly meeting. So right. It's, yeah, it's just been nothing but SCCA meetings. And if you've been to an SCCA meeting, you can understand how exciting that is. It's riveting. Riveting. But one fun thing did come out of the mid-if convention. Oh, the road racers have kindly referred to us as the time trial outlaws. So we're going to steer into this, and I'm pretty sure I think I need to get everybody bandanas for the first event with our <laughs> Can logo we get a on it. Bandana? Uh, if, the, if the website does it, we'll have to see because uh, I think that I think I need to make a shirt that says you know mid of TT, and then have like a bandit with a bandana on the front, and then yeah. all the sponsors on the back. Yeah, and sell it for like no no markup, just like right. whatever we'll cost it costs. It on our website yeah. and sell it for that. That's, that's my. I think we should do that. I like that idea. The, the time trial bandits, or the outlaws. Outlaws. We're the outlaws. I'll buy it. Yeah. So I take it that means they haven't fully adopted us. Actually, I think it's, yeah. We're, or is this in jest? No, no. Well, it might have been in jest to start, but now we're 
Well, I mean, from them. Yeah. Are they? Are they? Are they starting to accept you yeah. as? As I think so. Okay. I think so. It's it. We're the same, but different. It's right. all, I mean, it it's is just little, qualifying, Robbie. Yeah. Once they figured out that we're just qualifying, we're just doing a lot of qualifying. Yeah. Laps here, it's fine. I, it's all good. It's like HPD, but it's not. Yeah. But better. Right. Sort of. Right. More expensive. We're helping you pay for your damn track. There you go. I really don't think that it would be that hard in a year or two's time as this as you guys continue to kind of grow yep. for you to end up with a higher car count at some of these Than the road racers? At some of these events. If half the people that I've talked to in the off-season show up this year, I, I fully predict having a bigger time attack field than the road racer field at least a couple of events. So, uh, listeners, show up and time attack Local with me. Local listeners. Or not. Or road race with me. Or road race. Yeah, I really don't care. People yeah, show up. People and they show ro- up. We just need to pay for the track. Yeah. Here. That's all we're after. No. I, I, yeah, it was, it was more of a, like a, it was a joke. I mean, it was, it was good. It wasn't like a road okay. racers versus time trialers type thing. Okay. Because that's kind of what a little bit of it, some of that stuff felt like at National Convention last year. I, I think a, a year of time time attack time trials happening has helped a lot i think they've seen it grow and one thing i kind of took away from it was that we pushed the like the like the one team mentality it's like like we want to have like a like a grill out at the events we want people to just hang out like we all camp together so it's like we're not competitors in a way that we hate each other so i think that positive mentality kind of comes in it's like we're not here to fuck up your event we're not, we're here, not here to, to steal your show no we just want to we're here to have fun we're, we're, like, we're competitive but we're not we're not here to ruin it for anybody right. else so i think that's that's kind of rubbing off on everybody we're just like you know it's good come come hang out if your car is not that fast that's fine right just come hang out right yeah we'll put you in the right class it's awesome so anyway uh solo board Yes. At National Convention this year, released a new uh, class. Right now it is, I don't remember what their term for it is, but it's not like an official class. They're not going to have it at Nationals or anything like that. It's supplemental, I want to say. Yes. I think that's the word. <coughs> Called XS. Extreme Street. A Extreme. Extreme Cheddar. Right. So uh, there's an A and a B. Uh, basically, A is... All wheel drive, rear wheel drive, front wheel drive, and B is only rear wheel drive and front wheel drive. It's got weights. Weights. So all wheel drive, three thousand pounds. Rear wheel drive, twenty seven fifty. Front wheel drive, twenty five hundred. If you're under those, the minimum weight for B is twenty one fifty for rear and two thousand even for front. God dang, that's a light car. It's just a long ways down there. But you've seen some of those. So uh, basically, this very very much reads like a cam rule book. Okay. Except that it doesn't have the front engine, rear wheel drive, Des- American powered only. Descri- yeah, describe to me Cam a little bit. Cam uh, in a really brief. Give me the elevator speech. Uh, open engine has to be American built. Oh, okay. So LS, uh, LS swaps. Yeah, so LS is Coyotes, whatever. Uh I think the thing that's annoying a lot of cam guys right now is four-cylinder Camaros, which is hilarious to me. Why are they? Because they're so quick? Because they're so fast. Yeah, they're quick. They have like a like a 1LE four-cylinder Camaro. A couple of There were of an event or two this year where they just kind of walked on some people, and that's yeah. hilarious. I still don't like how, they, I, how I feel when I'm sitting in them, but 
I've definitely come around to them. I'll give you that. Yeah. God so damn, fast. Uh, they have to have some kind of interior. So like seats, carpet, dash. Seats, carpet, dash. Doesn't have to be factory seats. Doesn't have to be factory dash. Doesn't have to be factory carpets. Right. They want some something covering door panels. Okay. You have to have a windshield. Well, suspension. Do whatever the hell you want. Pickups don't matter. Pickups don't matter. Jeez. A lot of those people are putting like. Corvette subframes underneath their frame-on-body cars and stuff like, like wild stuff, that's just crazy. wild, wild stuff. Uh, and then that's about it. Like, do whatever the hell you want. That's fun. There's some pretty limited aero restrictions. There's no wing. Oh, okay. You can have a spoiler, no wing. It's a splitter that I think is four or six inches in the front. Can't be any farther back than the midline of the axe front axle. And they, I don't remember what it is this year. It was a bunch of hoopla about it, but they added a diffuser rule. Oh, really? Yeah. People made a big stink out of a diffuser. Uh, because they, the way that they made the, the way that they wrote the rule seems kind of backwards from what you would have wanted. Oh, like if I remember right, the rule allowed you to go as far back behind the car as you want. So you could have like a six foot tail. So people were like finding these wild Japanese time attack <laughs> cars with like tunnels coming out the like sticking two foot out the back of these cars. And yeah, like, this is what Cam is gonna be. And like, I mean, yeah. So I, what? Do it. So a bunch of people were mad about it. Well, the, it wouldn't matter what the rules were. The Cam Nation group it. is fucking hilarious to be a part it's of. It's a Facebook group. Yeah. Okay. Because it's a bunch of old guys for the most part, and anytime someone comes in there and like. Wants to do something interesting, people really poo poo it. <laughs> like, because they, they are very adamantly against allowing front wheel drive or mid engined cars. Yep. So, I, my car will never be accepted. Fieros are absolutely not a thing. Like, they're very protective of their rule set. It's oh, very silly. That's funny. But anyway, this class is very similar to CAM okay. in respects to uh, suspension and engine. Basically, the engine has to be. Uh, from an OE or an aftermarket supplier, basically. So you could do a Mazworks SR20. I they don't say anything specifically about billet, so I don't know if someone's going to show up with a crazy I, billet. I'm, I'm sure they're not too worried but about like it. Like Ford Performance and GM Performance both sell blocks that they never necessarily sold in cars, right? But it's it's an OE derivative. You can buy those Dart. There's other like. LS architecture motors that people sell. Yeah. Those are legal in this class. The Cinemaz works would probably be. Right. I don't see why I wouldn't. I mean, if somebody wanted to buy a bullet racing or a bullet engineering 4G63 and put it in their Evo. Sure. I mean, more power to you, right? Like, who am I <laughs> Well, to that's the plan about? is more power. Yeah, that's, that's true. So, um, Big differences between this and CAM, obviously the front and all-wheel drive. There's no American-only restriction. Um you are allowed a wing up to eight square feet in the back. Uh, canards are basically open. Okay. From what I kind of quickly read. Uh, so though, so you don't want them to be too big. Yeah. And, <laughs> well, that's true. You don't want them to stick out too far. And splitter can be six inches out in front of the car, which is pretty big. That's big. For uh, SCCAs, especially for solo. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, that's really a not big. small splitter. No, six inches is big. So, um it's funny because, like, you go to a grid life and, like, the smallest splitter's a foot long, but it's fine. <laughs> like a diving board. Um, has, to have a fact, has to have factory windshield, but yeah. uh, windows have to be present but don't have to be factory. They have to be at least oh. eighth-inch polycarbonate. Okay. But they can be replaced. 
Gotcha. Which is interesting. That's kind of... Uh, it has to have some form of interior, just like the yep. cam rules yep. are. Yep. Uh, basically, that's it. Oh, 200 treadwear. There it is. That was, yeah, I was going to say 200 treadwear. 200 treadwear is only... Uh, Things like the Kumo ACR and a couple of Michelin Pilot Supersport derivatives are not legal. Okay. Even though they're 200 treads. Well, they're not Which really is the same not. as every other 200 treadwear class that right. we currently have. Basically, it's street mod with a few more aero and engine modifiers and 200 treadwears only. That'd be fun. So this was kind of the class that I used to always dream about. Yep. Is it, yeah, is it like kind of like XP, but with it's 200 basically treads? XP with with interiors and two hundred treads because XP you don't have to have an interior, right? Right. So uh, you don't have to have a windshield either. Whoa. A, lot of, a lot of people cut those off. Weird, like roadsters. Like yeah, Miata, yeah, a lot of guys with Miatas. Yeah, I've seen that, those. That windshield's got to go, bro. Huh? Solstices. Yeah. Stuff like that. Skies. Uh, boxers. Really? Boxsters. Boxsters. Excuse me. Boxsters with a T. Cut that shit off. Cut that windshield right really? off, Robbie. Absolutely. I have never seen that. Oh, you should come to Solo Nats sometime. I'm down. It's like every other car you see there doesn't have a windshield <laughs> on it. Fucking hilarious, That's dude. That's awesome. There's nothing better than seeing like a, a – there was like every year there's a 911. Yep. That they radius the fenders to clear like 350s or 335 Hoosiers. You've, you've – it was like green? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember God. that one. I remember that one. This makes me so happy to see that car. That car is wild. Like they hacked up a 911, an air-cooled 911. Good. To make an, uh, an autocross car. I bet it's been an autocross car for it's 20 whole life, years. Yeah. You know? But uh, I think this class could be interesting. They got a hell of a nasty PAX modifier. I don't remember what it's it is. Like there point, were a bunch of people who were like. It's like .8 something. I think it was it? funny because, you know, the SCCA members page. They got a, this, the meme page. They right? love to complain. They got to make bitch about everything. And people were making memes about like, oh, I all these rules are too restricting. This and rah, 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 rah. Oh, you gave me the class I wanted, but I have a shitty PAX multiplier. <laughs> rah, 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 rah. Like, get over it. Well, the funny thing is it has a worse PAX than uh, XP. But I think it could be faster because be. they have they have a little bit more engine wiggle room. I think right. So, so. that'd be it'd be curious to see if they. I assume they'll adjust it if needed. But it would well, be cool, cool as to long see. as it's a supplemental class, I don't know that they really care. Oh, that's not fun because PAX is based off of yeah national times right. So, so if they bring it to nationals, they can adjust so it. So it'd be kind of hard to adjust it if you don't have nationals times. Right. So uh, I have a slightly uh, changed opinion uh, of these things. Of packs? Uh, no, no. I still think it's <laughs> dumb. I still think it's really stupid. Uh, no, of people who complained about having a class that – didn't allow all the modifications they want while still allowing 200 treads. Okay. Or only allowing 200 treads. Right, right. So I used to think that that was the class I wanted. I wanted I wanted compact cam, right? Or as uh, as some other people had lovingly referred to it until XS came along, come. Oh, which geez. was classic un-American muscle. <laughs> so, which that's great. A personal favorite of mine. <laughs> um you know, I used to think, like, that was the class I wanted. I wanted this builder's class that would allow me to do anything I wanted, but you had to run 200 treadwares. Yeah. And if you go on to TireRack.com 
and you look at the prices of a competitive 200 treadwear versus the the prices of a similarly sized A7. Okay. They're really not that much different. What size are we talking? Well, like a lot of cam cars are on 335s, square. 335, like 18, 19, See, I'm, I'm comparing 20s. 17s, it's a $150 tire difference. Each? Yeah, because like you can get, I guess I haven't shot. For like an, R, for like a, an R7 versus an RE71? So like, it's at least $100 a tire difference. Is it that much? Because I think you'll spend about 350 on a Hoosier R7. Like We'll just say 275s. Okay. And then if you get a 275, 17, RE71... Or, um, that'll be about I want to say two fifty. It's been, I haven't shot for those in forever. Because the thing is that like everybody always wanted this class where the where two hundred treadwears were only allowed so that they could drive their car to an event. Yeah, and they could compete with their car, and then they could just drive it home. Yep, I get it. But if you have a car that's built to the built to the limit of XS, you're gonna be fucking driving that car anyway. No, and you're gonna have tens of thousands of dollars wrapped up in it. What's another couple hundred dollars in Hoosiers? Right. Who cares? Yeah, just jump to XP at that point. Or Street Mod. Whatever tickles right, yeah, your fancy. Yeah, whatever it fits in. Whatever tickles your fancy. Because technically, this car, would, for the, with with exception of the engine rules, most of this class lines up more with Street Mod than it does with XP. Right. Because of the interior rules. Gotcha. So. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a car that's that built. It's gonna. Yeah. You're not going to drive it. You're going to trailer it anyway. Or you're going to do what I did and drive it and then burn up a clutch and then drive it home without a clutch. And RE71s cycle out almost as fast, it seems like. The, the, like Especially really, now. The, the new, really, the like, newest version. pointy end of the stick national solo drivers, they're replacing their RE71s as often as, as a pointy end of the stick A7 driver. So Yes, they are. It's really not any different. No. And so I'm really not sure that it matters. Yeah. And I've kind of, I mean, I mean they literally gave us what we what people have asked they, for. They did, but I've kind of now that it's here, <laughs> I've kind of flipped how I feel about it. Yeah. Well, I know, yeah, two, let's just say 3 years ago this would have been perfect. I would have been so pumped. Yeah. But now like even I've like in the last years I'm like no effing way I'm driving a car that built to to a to and from a track or autocross. Even an autocross. Yeah. Like I'll if it's in Des Moines, sure. If it's in Newton or yeah, I'm just thinking of something that's an hour and a half away. Right. No way. I'm not doing that again. Yeah. Um Honestly, I think that an argument could be made mechanically that autocrossing is almost worse than time attack. In what way? A lot of, I guess, if you go to if you go to solo Nats, those dudes live on their rev limiters, right? Live, oh yeah, like like seconds at a time, just bouncing off, down a down a you know, yep. through corners. Oh, yeah, it's it's not worth it to shift. No, but they'll be doing that through corners. They'll be doing high G loads through corners at red line. Yes. You can't tell me that's not harder on a motor than a lot of... Let me tell you how I spun a bearing. Right. <laughs> but, dude, I'll bet, I'll bet that lap for lap, a 60-second autocross or a two-minute lap, they probably spend more time on their rev limiter than you do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 
nationally competitive solo drivers are almost worse than drifters when it comes to living on their red line. Yes, they are. You can't tell me that's good on an engine. It is not. So, like, the idea of taking such a wildly built car and driving it to an event and thinking you're just going to drive it home like it's no big deal, if you're really serious about what you're doing, you're wrong. No, I've, That's going to bite you in the ass. It's bit me in the ass multiple times. I've, I've had more issues driving to an autocross event, trying to run the event, and then trying to make it home than I ever have gone to, going to a track. I mean, right. gra- granted, spun a bearing, but I had the truck and trailer. Right. I mean, you, you go to the track with that in mind. I've th- I've thrashed on my car for an hour or two after an event just to get it home again more than once. Yep. No, I I did. I skipped my last run at the last autocross I ever did because I knew there was no way that clutch was lasting the drive home, let right. alone another run. I'm like, right. I just throw my stuff in the car. They're like, you leaving? I got to go. I'm not even going to shut the car off. I got to go. Right. So it's like at that point, you're trailing your car. You're dealing with this like just by the Hoosiers. Yeah, or by the takeoffs. It's who, fine. Who cares? Yeah. I get so, it. So, uh, also, one of my biggest gripes with Solo has always been that there's way too many damn classes, and this just added two more. <laughs> you know how many classes there are? Too many. I, I'm, I'm legitimately asking. I have no idea. I don't have a slice clue. Too many. So, I know that, like, in street, there's... <laughs> I want to say there's A, B, C... D, I don't think there's an E. No, there is an E Street. I, I think it's A through H Street. Yep. And then there's STU, STX, and there, I think there's one more ST class, STR. Oh, we should count them. I mean, I'll bet you there's 40 to 50 classes. And that's for streetcars. Well, cars built off of streetcars. That's not even counting... Yeah, your open wheel cars, your formula classes, yep. your cart classes, your your A and B mods, which are not real cars. Hmm. So, I'll, I'll bet there's forty to sixty total. So, if you want to go and get a trophy at some event, I guess they don't give out trophies at regionals, but you could show up and be like, "I'm in this random class." Well, <laughs> a, at a national level, if they don't have enough cars in a class, it doesn't happen. Oh, probably a good idea. Yeah, participation. So you can't just like no show good. up. And be like, oh, there's nobody in that class. I'll take the jacket, please. I'm in unlimited. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't just really. I mean, come to midday time trials. We have seven classes. <laughs> you know, I I don't want to be like the supporter of NASA's system because Whoa. I don't really love NASA, but Whoa. their rule book kind of is. But but I also Whoa. hate. I also hate power to weight classing. You know how I feel. About oh, power I'm the opposite. I think I think it's the best. I don't like it. I know we're not. We don't need to argue about it. So that's not good content, right? <laughs> so we can agree to disagree on that. No, that's fine. That's how it should be. But uh, yeah, I just think that there's no way to write a perfect rule book. No, there's absolutely and, not. And we've yeah. So even and, at even at mid of convention, we've had people come up to us and like question a certain rule. And it's like I'm almost we have to do it that way. I'm I almost mean, mad at myself for feeling this way about this class <laughs> because like this is the class that I wanted. Oh yeah, for so long. And, and you're, now and that you're it's not here, the only one. Now it's here, and I'm like, eh, yeah. do we really need it? It <laughs> seems like a waste of time. Oh no. And I don't think I feel any different if they didn't make it a supplemental class. If they were if was, straight out the gate, like this is a this, this is, is legit. This is what we're doing. Huh. I don't think I'd feel any differently about it. 
No. I, I, I mean, I get it. Like, they did the same with time trials. Their rules came out, and we're like, eh, I like these rules better. You know, but but I, think, I mean, everyone's got their own opinion on rules. I think part of my softening on the need for this class is that uh, as the podcast has been a thing and we've gotten to meet all these people that run Grid Life and the SCCA and all of these different groups that are really pushing the fun aspect as much oh, yeah. as the competition aspect. And, you know, then I kind of feel like, man, maybe like, maybe we just have 10 or 15 classes at the most. And if you're not competitive in your class, just show up and have fun because that's what really matters. Right. And because I think one of the biggest hurdles to, for people stepping into solo, like you're just Joe blow. Yeah. You've built your Scion TC. You put some coilovers on it, put some fucking sweet rims and an air cool or a Fuck. cold air intake on this Fuck bad boy. Yeah. You're just like, this thing is dope. I'm going to pause you right there. The weirdest sounding car in the world <laughs> is a Scion TC with a semi-stock exhaust and a big-ass inter- er, uh, um, cone in- filter. In- yeah, intake cone filter. Yeah. Because it's all intake noise. That's the way it should be. And no exhaust. I love intake noise. I like intake noise more than I like exhaust noise. So I, I support these things. I remember when Josh... Josh- <laughs> But but it wasn't like a sucking sound. It was like a weird like all the engine noise <laughs> up front. Not just a, not like it wasn't yeah, like yeah. the the, the SR twenty where you heard all the turbo noise and stuff. Right, right. It was just like a weird engine noise all from yeah. the front, nothing from the back. Because <laughs> Josh had that, and then, he, then yeah. he got sick of it. He wanted to have exhaust noise, so they put a muffler like an exhaust on it, cat back, and it was the worst sound ever. And, it, <laughs> and he he was like, "Tack with that." I don't know what to do now, <laughs> but. If I'm coming, if I'm bringing my my sweet whip to a solo event, like yeah. if I actually open up Google and look for that rule book, I'm not coming. It's 900 pages, daunting. I'm not coming. Nope. It's too much. I'm done. I get it. But you know, seven, eight, nine, ten classes. I'm willing to deal with that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's kind of our philosophy is like if you can't understand the rule book, you're just going to get frustrated and not show up. Right. Whereas like the easier the rule book is, yeah. the, the more fun it is and the, or, or not necessarily more fun, but like yeah. the more likely to have someone just be like, I know where I'm supposed to be. That works. I'm in production B. Yeah. I think sometimes there. solo to me seems like it's almost written. The whole rule book is written for 1,200 people that compete one week a year. I think it is. And that a lot of those people who are writing those rules are the people who are doing that, and they forget about the majority of the people who are actually competing in autocross weekend to weekend. Yeah, but, I mean, on a weekend to weekend basis, I mean, that's what we do. Like, I didn't compete in it, but, like, what we did last year with the 10 tenths group or, like, yeah. everyone, like, two years ago, it was like, everyone go to XP. Who gives right, a but, shit? But if you're not already involved in the group... If yes. you haven't already made that leap from like, what the fuck is this bullshit rule book to, okay, I'm going to deal with this anyway. Yep, yep. I'm going to push through. If you don't already know, if you're not involved with the group, you'll never find out that that's how it is. All you'll see is this barrier to entry that is a 900-page rule book with 60 fucking classes. And you'll be like, man, I don't really care that much. Autocrossing kind of looks silly, and everybody on such and such a group makes fun of it and tells me I should go street racing instead. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. So no, I get it, and, and I think yeah, we just or you'll you'll sell your TC and buy a two forty and go drifting because it's it's easy to do. It's way yeah. less daunting. Get it? 
And I think that's on us as the people that do it to make it more inviting. And I, I, again, it's it's a very big umbrella statement. I'm fully aware I just made. Yeah, but it's, it's hard I mean, not it, it, to. So, I mean, that, that's kind of get behind the curtain here. But like, that's yeah. our big push this year. It's just like we want to do grill outs every night. Just come hang out. You know, if, if you're not competitive, who cares? Right. Make, make some friends. We all have the same interest. Right. So that's all I got. I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> I nonetheless, I'm excited to see what people come up with for this excess. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that anyone's going to really build for it unless they don't make it a supplemental class. Yeah. I think, so I guess we'll see what happens. I think it'll it. be a catch all for some like really random vehicles this year. Like either, either yeah. you kind of have a car that falls into that category or it's a catch all. And then I think if it catches on, where they they notice that it's happening at a lot of regional events, yeah. then, then they have to pick it up at nationals and then make it more serious. It certainly could. It could be could build some pretty wild, fun, cars. interesting builds. Yeah. yeah. So I guess we'll see. I'm I'm in. Let's move on, Robbie. We have a topic. We do. And you brought this up to me about a half hour ago. <laughs> That's not entirely true. We brought it up yesterday. I brought and it plans up 24 changed. hours ago. And then we changed and plans. And then we thought maybe we were going to do something else, and we dropped it. And then that fell through, so now we're back at it. So I, I put this together. I'm ready. Okay. So the idea was, and this has kind of been something I've been thinking about doing as like a, as like a long-term multi-opener. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's fine. We're stealing it. We'll I got plenty of other shit for, for openers. It's no big deal. Uh, basically, my idea was let's look at some of these defunct auto manufacturers and look at the first car they made and the last car they made and kind of just see the wild differences and and maybe where they went and kind of talk about them as a brand. Okay. And uh, I didn't know where the conversation would go. It'll probably go very different places depending on what brand we're talking about. Well, it's kind of funny is because you're like, I don't want to talk about that. I was like, actually, some, I, I in the 30 seconds I looked them up, there's some weird shit going on. Okay. Well, so then we got to talk about it. So uh, my idea about Robbie's research hit me with it. Huh? Let's do this. All right. What's, what are we doing first? Cars that no longer exist. It's an article on so the delight. A, yeah, I found a, a list of 25. Which we'll was probably really, skip a few. Yeah, we're just going to skip quite a few of these, I think. Oh, I did research on all of them. Did you? Most of them. Damn, Robbie. You are an overachieving man. That's what people come to appreciate. I do my research. You do. You, have, and then, you always and then have. as soon as the episode's over, I forget it. Like, I, have yeah, always, <laughs> I have always come into almost every single one of our shows wildly underprepared. And I, I balance and it out. With my, frankly, baffling amount of useless knowledge somehow manages to coast me through it, it's so helpful and you just research the piss out of stuff uh-huh and then i forget it as soon as the show's over and so you sound like you know what you're talking about uh-huh. but then you're like that's not a 240 it's not a 240 and so you just push that out z's are starting to fill up oh jesus christ i haven't done shit with it but it's like right right so like I, we'll go another direction here but like i showed up because I had to have a NASA license to go to one lab. So all of their information pamphlets showed up earlier this week. Yeah. So then I, you know, put my license where I needed to put it. And then I was kind of skimming through all the other documents and like just falls open. Spec Z. Fuck. <laughs> Thankfully that car's way, uh-huh. way too it's, far. It's too, it's too far out of that to make it really it would, reasonable to do. But it would be like, almost as a, expensive. What a great idea to back build that car. 
Oh yeah, as it would no. be just buy a fresh chassis. I'd be better off build. buying. I'd be better off buying a different car and starting from scratch right. than than making that car fit Spec Z. Right. But so yeah, that got the wheels turning. Thanks. They have a Spec Corvette class that really interests me. Well, C5 Corvettes. And it's really specked out. I know. Well, yeah, so is the Z class. It's yeah. you know, they call it everything by part number. Right. Because I got the guy that I bought all those tires from runs the Camaro Mustang, whatever that class is. CMC, Camaro but, Mustang Challenge. Oh yeah, that's the one. But yeah, so we, I know we were, these things are We were talking about See, um, that's the useless knowledge I was talking about. I, I appreciate that. Yes, yeah, so I was talking to him quite a bit about what they do. So I really like Inter- their American Iron classes, especially American Iron Extreme. Because they're kind of like uh, these wild, like, tube frame, like, arrowed out cars with V8s in them. They all look like oh. old Mustangs and old Camaros and stuff like that. Okay. Fucking rad. Well, that's, uh, yeah, that's fun. Maybe that's a deep dive I should do sometime is go through uh, a couple of different organizations and some of the cool class, cool cars that come from some of their classes that maybe not everybody has seen. Yeah. Everybody knows what Spec Miata is. Yeah, they're everywhere. But, like... GTL cars and uh, American Iron cars and stuff like that. Some of those cars are fucking cool, Robbie. I know. I get it. It's dangerous. It was, it was funny because I was looking at the spec Z rules. I'm like, well, that's out. And then immediately went to SCC. I was like, where does this fit? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, the spec Z is really out, but right. there's road, there are road racing places for the Z as it sits. GLTC, Robbie. Or GLTC. That would make a great GLTC car. Right. All I have to do is finish it. Just use a front half. Uh-huh. And an engine. It's got the engine. That runs. I just need a computer. Yeah. It's not a priority much. anymore. It wasn't. But then JC was like, hey, you want this exhaust? Yeah. <laughs> That's way easier than making a 241 work. <laughs> so now I, have to, now I have to make Booney. Was that the plan? Yeah, because I got the HKS one sitting in the shop. Oh, Jesus So I was going to have Booney mock, like, just cut it all up and make it work. Right. So instead of making somebody make his exhaust fit, I'll just buy one that fits. It's a really nice exhaust, and I got it for, like, a third of the price. You didn't need the sway bars. Yeah, the spray. I got the sway bars. Oh, you 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 do already, or you I bought those too? No, I didn't buy those. I oh, have. Okay. I already had. You those. already had those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the exhaust is like the only thing I don't have. I need a computer, and then whatever I. It's got the really small brakes on it right now, so I'd have to replace those with the Brembo package, right? Or whatever I decide to do with it. But we yeah, want to look at pad options before you decide on buying Brembos. It's literally what I'm using. Oh, is it? It's the same Z rotors. Oh, okay. The, the rotors I have on the 240 are the same rotors that I would have on the Z. Pads. Yeah, G-Lock brakes makes really great pads. Do they make... The, no, it, the Track Edition calipers are a, a oh, Nissan factory probably, part. They're probably a standard Brembo. Yes. I think a lot of those yeah, Brembos use sorry. the same pad. Yeah, when I said when I said Brembo, I mean, it's the Track Edition package that Nissan okay. came out with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's the rotor I use on the 240. The Nismo ones? And I use the 30-millimeter 300ZX calipers on the 240. You've got the Nismo bumper on the front of that car. No, it's not, not a Nismo bumper. It's is it a, not? Is it a reproduction of some sort? Yeah, it's it's like some real fancy one out of Japan. It's longer. Which I would need to replace. It's longer. I would, I would get an OEM one. If it I was sticks gonna, out farther. Yeah. It's more aerodynamic. But, well, it, it has a splitter built in. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. But by the way, the rules are written in most classes. That counts as a splitter. I know. I know. So I would need it's, a... All right, we've gone down a rabbit hole on yeah. what I could Let's potentially Let's talk do. about race. Let's talk about Cars that don't cars. exist. So what, are, you, what are we doing first, Robbie? 
Hit me with the first one. Plymouth. In 1928, automotive executive... I don't want to read all this. No, don't. 1928 to 2001. Yeah. What was the first car in 1920? Plymouth, I can't believe, was around in 1928. That's a long time ago. I actually have all the pictures ready for this. So, their first car, I would imagine, kind of looked like a Model T, Model A. Yeah, 1928, they all kind of look the same. Yeah, they do. Sorry. It's really hard for me to be interested in these cars. The first ones? Like, early... 1920s. Like... Really, you got to get start getting into the forties before I even become interested in most makes. Yeah, late thirties is kind of when stuff started to get a character to them. Is right. probably a way to describe yeah, that. It's yeah. like that's like the original hot rods. And then the war went screwed it all up. Don't they all? See, I don't really care about like thirty-two Fords, like the quintessential hot rod. Oh, see, I really like those because I've seen a billion, eleventy billion of them, and I just don't care anymore. Oh, I'm still not that jaded. Or like, but yeah, I like them. Uh, like the '30s Willie's Coupe. I'm not into it. That's for the future, Adam. That's I know, I know. All right, Get so there. sorry. 1928 Q. The Q. The Q. Model like Q. Just the letter Q. Plymouth Model or like Q. C U E. No, no Q. Okay. Okay. It looks like yeah, like a Model T. It's just yeah. a it's just a car from the 20s. Wooden wheels, Robbie. Could you imagine? Yeah. That would, I'd break those really fast. Yeah, I'd be a, certain of it. Be a rough deal. But then again, you're only going top speed of like what thirty? I don't know. <laughs> but like, but imagine like your gravel road as much shit as we've given it in the last couple of weeks. No f and way you're moving in the winter. Yeah, but it would that road night and day better than most anything they had in 1928. True, true. You know they were literally horse paths. Yes, and you would be stuck in any snow. Yeah, I would imagine that these were not things that were used uh, by country folk. No, but fun fact, they sold 58,000 of them the first year. Really? 58,000. That's a wild thousand. Or I guess That's like the, more guess, than Buick sold sorry, last year. In 1929, okay. so the first, the first, first full, full year, year. 58,000. It's like more than Buick sold at all last year. That's insane. That's insane that they could... Have a new car and be like, this is new. 58000 And I think that they were kind of like an upscale brand. Yeah. I, think I don't think that It was like a $900 car in 1928. I don't think that they were like built to compete with the Model T, you know? Oh, you mean like, yeah, so it would be like a luxury version? Be, yeah, a nicer one. I like that they have the uh, flip-up um, trunk seats. I always thought those were kind of cool. I don't know why. I'm sorry. Welcome back to the show. Sorry, no. I was trying to get the. Uh, I was trying to get what this would actually cost. I want to say nine nine hundred something dollars is what sticks out. Thirteen thousand five hundred and twenty four dollars in twenty twenty. That's so cheap. It's cheaper than anything. Well, yeah, but cars wildly outpaced inflation. I know they did. This would be so, like a sixty thousand dollar car now. Yeah, probably. You want to know how they finished? I know you always want to know how they finish. With a caravan. No, the 2001 Plymouth oh, Neon. Gross. The Neon. That's also awesome. 2001? 2001 was 2001. the last. I spent a lot of time making sure I had the last model to roll off the line. Yeah. Because I got conflicting um, answers depending on, on where this I went. One? Yep. Well, every, everyone. Okay. So the last model to roll off the line was the 2001 Neon. My, how the mighty have fallen. Well, when you put out that vehicle, yeah. 
I'm but shocked. The, the second Gen Neon was, was less desirable. The first Gen Neon's a great car, Avi. Sure. It's great. It's an unlimited class winning car. I get it. That's true. That's true. Just saying. Got second place in unlimited once for the Neon. But I mean, you start at 1928 and you work your way up to like the Cuda. The, the Superbird? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then you finish with the 2001 what? Neon. <laughs> See, that's exactly what I was hoping Good for. Good Lord. Here. Talk about falling off a cliff. <laughs> I mean, because you have a company that has a car that's like one of the most sought after cars of that era. Of all time. Right. Are you talking about like the... the yeah, the Kudas. The Kudas, the Superbird, yeah, the Hemi. All that, all the, that the, the 70s Hemi cars. Yes. Literally one of the most sought after cars of all time. When you ask people who are not car people... What their dream car is, that is absolutely a possibility on the list. In Dynaco Blue. Absolutely. Oh, fuck yeah. With that big ass wang. Yeah. Yes. They got it. Dynaco Blue. At 200 miles an hour. I'm going to be completely honest with you, Robbie. Every time I see something that is the king, yeah, yeah. which would be the Superbird from Cars, yep. or Daytona from Cars, depending on, I don't know, but yeah, whatever. Uh, I buy it. What? For how many, how many, oh, how many do you need? Yes. <laughs> He's actually really hard to find. Yeah, I believe that. Had, I really, I, I don't look for it, but I haven't buy, seen him. Well, because he, he hasn't played a pivotal, like he was not in the last two movies. He was only in the first one. So finding him today right. is, you know, 10 or 15 years on from when the first one came out is hard. Okay. Yeah, you're going to have to like, find him at swap meets and nah, I don't know. like if I'm just like walking through Walmart and I see because they still have a whole car section. Yep. yep. And yes. like every every time they release like a new uh, thing, yep. a lot of times there'll be a the king. Nice. Strip Weathers. That's his real name. Oh, I legit wouldn't have been able to remember that. See, I remember things if I study them and then I forget them immediately. Yeah. Well, I've seen it a lot. That's how I got my degree. I studied real hard. <laughs> Passed the test, immediately forgot it. Um, yeah, I mean, my ability to retain is is legendary. It's impressive. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's nauseating. People really. it people like at work. It infuriates. People ask me about jobs, like just a random job I did three years, years ago. I'll be like, yeah, it was this 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 this. We did this this this. Yeah, absolutely. I remember that. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> it's so like it's useless and useful at the same time. No, I, so I I do get jealous of that because like you you just rattle off facts. I'm like I don't remember fucking anything. I'm stupid. <laughs> right. What's next? One that's near and dear. Oh, is this gonna be Pontiac? It's Pontiac. Yes. I'm pre- so, <laughs> actually I'm kind of like ignore. I th- I'm, I think I'm going off the article in order. Pretty close. I've kind of it. just ignored the article. I yeah, got pictures now. Yeah, that's fine because they didn't. They only had one picture that was never relevant to the first or last car they made. So I'm just gonna. Ignore the article from now on. Okay, that's fine. Let's do Pontiac, nineteen twenty six. Yes, the Landau Coupe. Yes, it looks just like the Plymouth Q. Yes, model Q. Uh, somewhere in the world, there is a picture of me. I think it's actually in Oakland, which was California. No, Oakland was a brand. Oh, that uh, Pontiac kind of swallowed. Okay. In the real early years. But my dad had like a... We'll talk about it later. Foreshadowing. Uh, I'm, super, I'm super excited. You don't even know. We'll talk about it here later. Uh, my dad had an Oakland like when I was really like three or four years old. Like a 1920-something? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 
That's cool. I think it was in Oakland. I don't think it was a Pontiac. I don't know how he came across it. And, you know, it was one of those deals, yeah. like, I think he just got a really good deal on it or traded a car for it or who knows what. I mean, he's, yeah, he's your dad. He's done things. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. But um, there's a picture of me, three or four-year-old me, bouncing on my mom's knee in the passenger seat of one of those. That's cool. Somewhere. So I remember they have, like, brass for their coolant lines and stuff like that. Like All hard lines, all hard yeah. pipes? Yeah. Yeah, that is really weird. Like when, I mean, uh, rubber's they, not really a thing that was a viable yeah. manufacturing process at that time. You, just, you plummet like you'd plumb a house. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So. No, I, always, I always nerd out over that type of stuff at, at museums and whatnot. Yeah. Sit, like, I think they would have to watch how they made it. All but like solid engine mounts probably. And, you it's, know, I mean, they not, were brutal cars. Not comfortable. They were, that's, that's not exactly. They a, were a, driver's a, cars in Robbie's <laughs> rawest sense. Yes. No ABS, no power steering, <laughs> stiff suspension. <laughs> suspension? What's that? It's the way God intended it. <laughs> you know, Dalton never talked to me about that meme I made about ABS being for people that don't know how to threshold. Break. Oh, interesting. Hmm. It's interesting. I legit made that just You for him. made that? Yeah. Oh, I just figured you found no, it. No, I made it. Cause oh. I, I wanted a meme more, so I made the meme. Well, now that he knows that you made that, he may say something to I you. might have to keep posting it until he says something. That's fair. Uh, so, Pontiac <laughs> died. You're going to break my little heart here, Robbie, because I know what the last one is, and it pains oh. me so. Do you? Yes. Why does it pain you? Because it's a G6. Oh, I, thought you, I thought you were thinking it was a G8 because it pained you because it was such a great car. No. no the G6 is it's hot so, garbage. This is like hot garbage. Yeah, my sister had one of these, and it it was two thousand ten. It was hot garbage. I, hers might be a little. little is that older. what this was? Yeah, this is two thousand ten. Two thousand ten G six was the last Pontiac to roll off the line. Not a G eight, a G six. So gross. The the newest version of the Grand Am. Am. Yes. The GXP, the two door GXP of the G six of the G or the G five. No, so the G five is a Cobalt. Yes. And they never made a GXP. Oh. Because that would have been like a Cobalt SS, but a Pontiac. Yes. And I probably would actually own one of those. That'd be all right. Like, I would have gone after that car. I get it. <clears throat> Back when I probably probably would have bought that instead of my TT, quite honestly. Whoa. Like, if they would have had a G5 GXP, that's probably what I'd be driving right now. The funny thing is you'd still be able to keep driving it. Probably not. No, I'd be fine. No, I would have blown it up. No, it'd be fine. It runs forever. Robbie, it's a, it's you've a junk up, car. But Robbie, you've blown up an Ecotec. I have? Yes. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Equinox. The car you try to forget you had. I had it for six months. So, uh, the G6 GXP, which is a two-door, it's kind of cool in like a really bad way. It, it wants to be cool. It was like... I kind of like it, but it's like... Yeah, it, it's kind of factory ricey. Like that wing that's on there, terrible. Looks ridiculous, terrible. and there's no way it's in any way, shape, or form a functional piece. Not even a little bit. But it's kind of cool because it is that way. It's like a it's like a flat ducktail. It just sits. It's very weird. I never understood that. I don't hate it though. You should. I know I should. <laughs> I really should. But it's the same thing. Pontiac made such. Awesome car. really tried to screw the pooch, though. I mean, there's a reason they had to take a bunch of government money to stay afloat and kill a bunch of brands. Yeah. I mean, half these brands on that list were GMs at one point or another. Yeah, they really are. At least half. Yeah. Foreshadowing. So, 
Uh, but I mean, even towards the end, like I like the GTO, but it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't a GM car. They just bought it off of a. It was a GM Hol- car. Or Holden. They own. They're owned by GM. Okay, fair enough. But it was a Holden design car. Yeah, it wasn't a Pontiac. Thank you. That's what I meant. Words. Yes. I'm bad at them. Yeah. I love the GTO. The last. So did GTO. I. I think they're awesome. There's that movie, The Last Ride, that was like a USA. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. It's an advertisement for the GTO, (laughs) and it's great. It's a terrible movie, but it is great. Uh, Early GTOs are some of my favorite cars. Yes. Like a 63, 64 GTO, so much want. Like an orange Judge, 72-ish. With the hood tack? Hood tack. Oh, bro, don't get me started. You're about to finish. Yeah. (laughs) So... And, and then, then the they, G6. They finished on a G6. Like, even the, like, the, we talk about it, uh, being shit cars, like the Grand Am and the Grand Prix, for what they were. They were great. They were great. They're cheap. Stone dead reliable. Cheap. Not well, like I, the nicest place in the world, no, but it, not the worst. And then when Michael pointed out to me how, how not old they were and how rusted out they were when we were in high school, I still have never forgotten. I was like, they really were not old. <laughs> My Cavalier was already <laughs> rusting. And that was a 99. You know, and that was in 2005. Yeah, that's crazy. And it was already starting to rust. Yes. But there was a reason they and were I so cheap. babied that car. That car got washed three times a week. <laughs> and it still started rusting. Yep. Where was I going so, with that? Oh, like the Grand Prix, the, their GXP with the big V8 in it. I mean, that's, That was the G... No, that was a GXP. GXP, cause the, cause the, GXP had the LS4 in it. Yeah, because they, they had the GTP Bonnevilles. I mean, those. No, super, you could get GTP Grand Prix. Yeah, but they had the, they had the supercharged Bonnevilles too. Even yeah, those are like an SSEI. Yes, the SSEI. I grew I'm, up in those. Yes, dude. Th- we that had car a, was quick. We had a Pontiac six thousand when I was like really little. Yep. And it had a completely digital dash. Yep. Fucking raddest thing, dude. Like the speedometer was just bars and it would start on the left uh-huh. at zero and it would just build up. And as it got faster, those bars would get taller as it was going from the left to the right. Oh, really? It's just the most like 80s thing ever, but it was a 90s car. Remember, that was the real problem. I remember the Olds, the Oldsmobile uh, Cutlasses did that. Yeah. But it, yep. was, it, it was just like it was like a like a clock where it yeah. went around. No, this was like it started. uh on the left, horizontally on the left, and then it, it like went to vertical as it went faster, and the bars got taller. Oh, I can picture that. Kind of like a Nike swoosh, almost yeah. sort yeah. of, like no, like like a, like a Puma, like the Puma. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The there Puma you go. shoes. There you go. Yeah. So, dude, the like all digital dashes, and like those were some some of those early cars, but some of those really optioned up Bonnevilles and six thousands and stuff had like heads up displays. Yep, that's the CI's like really up. early stuff, but. They were kind of cool. Yes, they were. You know, I grew up in, we had two or three Bonnevilles and a 6,000. And, you know, like from from the day I was born to the day I graduated high school, my mom was in Pontiacs. Yeah. You know, by a huge margin, the most owned brand of, of any that, that my parents ever had. Yeah, I know so, your dad was pretty disappointed. My dad is through still, and through, still to this lives day, and dies Pontiac. My dad knows just, you think I know useless <laughs> shit? The things that he knows about Pontiacs that nobody needs to know. He's forgotten more than we'll ever know. Yeah. You could blindfold him, and he could probably identify engines <laughs> by feeling them. Like, oh, there's this bump here. That's a 400. 
from this year to this year. Yeah. Oh, this one's a Ram Air 4, not a Ram Air 3, because they're different right here. And <laughs> this bolt right here, just... Yeah, they only ever did that bolt on that... Like, that, two that, years. That's, like, a really rare thing. That's a really weird headlight. Yeah. They only had that in one yeah. model on one it's year. just wild, dude. <laughs> just wild. GM was a crazy time in the 70s. Yeah. So, right. Pontiac, sad. <sighs> Makes me so sad. Right. The next is Saab. Saab. Another GM killed brand. That's right. 1948. The Saab Sonnet? No, the Svenska Aeroplan. Oh. SB. <laughs> so. I, yeah. So, yeah. So, Saab in the United States, one of their first cars they sold here, had a like a two stroke. Oh, weird. And you had to keep it moving to keep it oiled? <laughs> so you like really couldn't idle with it for very long? Just sit there and pump the gas, hold the brake. And uh, it was front-wheel drive, but the motor was uh, longitudinal, and the transmission was behind it. So like a transfer case to bring it all back? Kind of, yeah. Oh, weird. It was a wild deal. That seems overly complicated. I have some pictures deep-dived somewhere. We talked about it on one of my junkyard crawls about a really early oh, Saab yeah. station wagon sort of thing yep. that I really wanted to buy that was that two-stroke. Like, I think it's a two-cylinder two-stroke. Oh, God, that'd be awful. The worst. <laughs> so Saab made some really cool stuff, though. Saab 900 turbos, Viggins, mm. stuff like that. They made some really cool neat, is a relative term. fast stuff is it Saab that was always made from airplanes yes okay yeah they have like a night mode on the on the instrument panel oh that'd be nice where you can shut off most of the lights except for like the speedometer is backlit but lower or something Chevy like that Chevy needs that and then uh, the key is in the center console because somehow that Airplane. harkens to airplanes yeah, I don't like quite that. understand that one but oh it's the same thing with the Porsche it's on the left side let me well, start Saab with the airplane on the yeah. center console. Yeah, so I never understood that. I really wish that the Avalanche was that way with the night vision or the, the night, night, panel. night panel because when you – everything else you can dim to the point where you can't even see it except the fucking radio. You can turn that as low as it will go yeah. and it's still too bright. Yeah. And that annoys me. See, I have every gauge light that I can possibly have in my vehicles as bright as they can be. Oh, no. I don't Just like, I don't crank like that, at that all. shit out. No, I want. I want to see past I the dash. Bask I want to in the glow. No, I want to be. I want my vision out away from the dash. I want to see everything in front it's of me. Never bothered me. Oh, see, I, I don't like that. Huh. So, what was our last one, Robbie? Because I don't really have anything to say about that. The first, the twenty fourteen nine three. You have nice things to say about it. I just think I it's a car. Don't have nice things to say. Oh, about I thought you liked these three. things. I thought you liked them. So. <clears throat> Some of the last sobs were kind of cool. Like uh, they made a Turbo X, which was kind of yep, like a yep. station wagon. I think it was just basically built on the SRX platform. Okay. But it had like a turbocharged six-cylinder. That'd be fun. And it had like a holodex all-wheel drive system like what Audi used. Oh, so, of course, you love it. And their super limited numbers were manual. Um, They made... I don't remember what the number is. I want to say maybe like nine seven was a Trailblazer. Oh, weird! And you could get an Arrow. I think I want to say it was nine seven X Arrow. 
Is it an SS? A TBSS? Uh, you could get them with the with the LS two or three, whatever was in there, like what Michael used to have. Oh, weird. Uh, I thought that the front end of those looked better than the than the Trailblazers did. Even I don't think I've ever seen that. even the SS. Uh, if you weren't looking for it, you, you would look know. right by it as a blazer. Okay. Same with like the Bravada. Like they're all so close that unless you know, you don't really notice. I legit never would have known. Right. Uh, I want to say it was a nine. I'm going to get accosted for this. Nine five is a Subaru. What? It's a WRX, commonly known as a Sabaru. Oh, weird. Most of them were wagons. Maybe all of them. I'm sure, it's the Subarus. They're all they're all wagons. Right, but somehow, even though it was a GM owned company, they ended up with a Subaru. Right, which makes even less sense. Yep. So it was a WRX wagon with a different nose on it, and they had some slightly different things in the interior. Okay. But it was still a boxer motor, still Subaru through and through. Huh. I want to say it was a nine five. I don't know. I'm not real good with my Saab num- number nomenclature. Way better than I am. I couldn't tell you. So, uh, I think that's a better car than the first one. It's probably the best of the last ones we've talked about thus far. Yes. How about that? Yeah, it's better than the Neon and the G6. We'll say something nice about it, right? There you go. It's, it's the oh, best yeah. of the. It's the best of the last so far. Yeah. If you line those three up, I'll take the Saab. Yeah, absolutely. It's funky fresh. All right. Up next, we have Mercury. Mercury. So this is another oldie. They made the Kuga. Early, early. Hold on. Yeah, I catch up. I'm 1939. 39. Okay. So we're getting more into like my wheelhouse of cars that I might actually be interested in. It's the 8. The 8? 1939, Mercury 8. So I would guess that it has an inline 8-cylinder. I don't know. I didn't look that far. Yeah. Guess how many they sold? 55. 65. Oh, son of a bitch. I was 65,000 in 1939. That seems like a lot. That seems like a lot for 1939. Yeah. They really got shit done. Well, it's like my weird random knowledge that I know. During World War II, Ford was putting out airplanes once a fucking hour. Yeah. That's insane. That doesn't surprise me that you know that. Uh, I think that maybe the reason we're so shocked by the numbers that these were sold in is more because when we think today, like, yeah, I'll bet you there's quadruple the number of model options. If if not there's more. There's way more brands. Right. And way more models that each of those brands sell. Yeah. So, like... When you were shopping, you were going to buy a Mercury, a Ford, a Chevy, or a Pontiac. Like, that was your options. Right. And then, I mean, and the F-150 sells three-quarters of a million cars a year, or right. trucks a year. So, I mean, right. 65,000 looks huge on paper, but when you compare it to reality, it's... Yeah. I mean, it's granted, it's, it's not a small number, but... No. It's so. just, it will, yeah, it just seems weird for the first year a car comes out. 65,000. Brand new. First, brand. first model. Like that doesn't even, yeah. you know, Tesla didn't sell 65,000 their first year. No. I'm just saying. It's so weird. It's weird. Yeah. But it started with that. Which... Mercury Mystique? No. Damn it. I'm going to get one of these right. Other than the G6, which is kind of cheating. Yeah. Can you guess the year? Uh, t- this was before... Pontiac. Yeah. 
I'm going to say... How about this? It wasn't before Pontiac. It wasn't? Nope. Oh, because they made... They made one car. The 500? No. No. Son of a bitch. I don't even remember, Robbie. It's the Grand Marquis. Oh, it's the 2011 Grand Marquis. They made that all the way to 2011? If I remember correctly, they they want their car back. I think they stopped everything in 2010, and they had residual Grand Marquis in 2011 that were still being finished. That car... I don't know that there's a car I could care less about. I'm going to upset a ton of people. You're not going to upset me at all. Well, it's a V8 with rear-wheel drive, Robbie. It's, 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 it's still a shit car. It's America. No, it's not. It's America. It's, it's, it's a boring detective car. Yeah. I don't like the Crown Vic either. No. Sorry, everybody. I don't really. They're not I couldn't cool. care less. They're not cool. Nope. I'd still take the Saab so far. Yeah. Yeah, the only reason this would even be considered is because of the V8 and the rear-wheel drive. I think the Saab could be manual. So I, would you rather have a... I'd rather have the manual. Would you rather have a manual front-wheel drive or an automatic rear-wheel drive what V8? Am I, I'd probably end up going with the manual. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay, well. You've made the right decision this time, in my opinion, Robbie. Yeah. I mean, unless I'm taking the engine out of this one, but we're not. It's not going to fit anything. It's just giant. Plus, it's a Mercury. Ford. It's, yeah. it's just huge. It doesn't... Makes, yeah, just yeah, an LS in it. Yeah, we don't care about that. Moving on, Oldsmobile. Oh, hold on. Oldsmobile's next? Yep. They are old. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, they're real old. Real like, old. Like 1900s? 1909? 1902. Damn, son. But they were they were around before that, but the first vehicle. First car they made. Huh? was a 1902 Curved Dash. The Curved Dash. The Curved Dash. You know what? That's a great name. You want to know why it's called that? Because it has because a curved it has a dash. Curved dash. What a fucking brilliant idea! It looks like a sleigh. It's cool. Like you would like like you know a one horse open sleigh. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Does it have a rudder instead of a wheel? Yes, it has a little yeah handle in the middle. Yep, a handle in the middle. Oh, no wheels. I want to no, drive it. Isn't this the one they drove on Top Gear and about died? I think that was a Mercedes-Benz. It was the first Mercedes. You yeah. were right. Yeah, More yeah. knowledge you know that I forget. That's just because they were like, that's the, that's what it's a lot the of people fir- consider the first to be car. the first yep. car. Okay, so. yeah, plus, they're in the UK. This is Oldsmobile, so it's safe to assume that's not what they were in. You're right. Yeah, because so. yeah, that was the episode where they tried to figure out what was the first car that had the setup that we currently have today. There's a Cadillac. Yes. We talked about it on yes. a show at some point. So, uh, 1902 Curve Dash. That's kind of cool. Yep. And it has lanterns for headlights. Yeah. They're all but useless, I bet. Yeah, they, it's so that people don't can see you coming. Right. That's you can't see what's true. in front of you, but people can see you. Yeah, you don't drive this down dark country roads. No. It has suspension. Okay. It Like the the little wing thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it just kind of collapses in on itself like a like a wave spring. It's a leaf spring. Leaf spring, but like like a wave spring. Yeah. I guess yeah, it would be legit leaf spring. It's two leaf springs stacked on top of yeah, each other. Yeah, it would be. So I was, trying to, I was trying to explain it. To, yeah, cuz it's it's not in the in the sense we normally have it from front to rear, it's right. side to side. Right. And there's two of them stacked yes. but flipped. Yes. To make like an oval. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a deal, man. What's the last one? Let me get Oldsmobile. So, like, uh, 
Come on. The, like the, fan, the fans know it. Like a silhouette, maybe. The fans or know it. Oldsmobile Alero. An yeah. old. Is it an Alero? It's an Alero. Okay, so like 2000. Let's see. I worked at a dealership. We had Aleros. But were they new? I don't think they were. Let's say two. Th- I don't think they were killed with Pontiac in 2010. Let's say 2004. You're right. Hell yeah. Look at me go. 2004. <laughs> the last Oldsmobile to roll off the line was a 2004 Alero GLS4. This is uh, Speck Lutz life right here. That's that's exactly what it is. End bodies, I sure, think. Sure. Why not? It's not a J body. I couldn't tell you. It's not a J body, Robbie. This was always a car that I thought was it was fine for what it is. It was is. fine. It was perfectly acceptable. I knew multiple people that had a, these in high school. It was school. a great first car. Great first car. Could you get these in a manual? This uh, one, this one get, specifically? Yes. Pretty rare. You get them with 2.4 never saw Echo Techs and manual first gen Echo Techs and manuals. Oh, that'd be fun. Uh, that'd another be thing times. that these were great for loaner cars and dealerships. Yes, that's what we loaned to people when they were getting their oil changed. It's basically that exact silver Alero. Well, they had, they made 17 billion have, silver Aleros. I have washed and vacuumed that car more times than any other car, except maybe my Cavalier. <laughs> I, I I knew a lot of people that had these cars. Yeah, they were a dime a dozen. Yep, and they they cost about a dime. <laughs> when was the last time you dimes. saw an Alero? <laughs> oh <laughs> man, know, they're all gone, dude. They're all gone. <laughs> There's no, they're nowhere to be found. No, I'll probably see a bunch now that I'm looking for them. Well, yeah, but now that it's I, on the top I, of I can't mind. remember seeing one in years. I get excited every time I see a Cavalier. I don't know that I've I I can't honestly remember the last time I'm like, oh shit, that's an Alero. That's because no one ever did. No, I think I, I think I would though. Well, well, now, Andy's Auto Sport has a section for Alero, so you can get body kits. And, you still can, and uh, I guarantee there's one sitting on the shelf Euro somewhere. Lights. All the Euro lights, those are probably Altezas. Andy's had Rav4 body kits, Escalade body kits. I mean, the works. Yeah, buddy, it's still available. The whole oh, website's yeah. still active. Oh, I know. It, it hasn't changed at all. Nope. Same same setup, and all the parts are still available. I used it for one of my openers when we pimped out my van. Yeah, that was a good time. That was a good so, episode. Uh, I don't know if I'm proud or sad of for myself for knowing that. I think it's okay. So, what's next? I don't really have much to say about Oldsmobile. That's fine. We we spent plenty of time. Hummer. Okay, so this is going to be a, the shortest run we've had thus far. Yes. By a huge margin. It's surprisingly longer than you would think. Oh? Yes. Because you're thinking about when they became popular and available. But the first one they made for... For military cu- for cu- No, no, no. Customers. First oh. customer car. Oh? Because I don't count the military ones. Okay. The first customer car was in 1992. And they made two of them, <laughs> and they went to Arnold Schwarzenegger. I was going to say, and they're Arnold's. They're Arnold's. They? The, yeah, the, so 1992 counts as their first production vehicle that went to a customer. Okay. That's the one I would want. Yeah? <laughs> Maybe not 92, but that No, nah, because that's that like one. the naturally aspirated diesel. I want the I want the one Tupac had. It's like just the 96. so ungodly slow, you can't even... But it's so good and bad. I want the one in Gone in 60 Seconds. That one. That's the one. I want the purple one. I was I was thinking black or blue, but purple works. You and I have the exact same taste in Hummers. 
It's a weird oh, thing dude, to say. if you're if I'm gonna have a Hummer, it's gonna be way over the top. Yeah. When I when I want, <laughs> I can't even fucking say it. <laughs> I was gonna make an inappropriate blowjob joke. <laughs> Something about a Hummer. Moving oh, on. that's fantastic. Or or the big yellow one off Out Cold that movie. Uh, there is. If you're driving down Interstate 80 headed towards Omaha, you take an exit. I don't even remember which one it is. Just like a random nothing exit. Yep. And like a quarter mile off the road, there's like a dirt lot and like a shack. And he sells old military uh, surplus Hummers. They got to be pennies on the dollar. You can't license them, in my understanding. Like unless you're in Florida. I could buy an LLC in Montana. Yeah, probably. Could I don't do know how it works because I don't think they have like VIN tags Could and it be titles a kit car? and stuff like that. I think you just like get it and it comes with a bill of sale and you use it as like your your ranch runabout because you own 40,000 acres in Montana or something. Love shit. it. I love it. Or like you're a like a Moab desert guy and so you bought that and you trailer it out to King of the Hammers and you just rip around it and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I, so that'd be fun. Yeah, so we, moving on. We'll keep this moving. This is going. Where, where'd that right. end? 2010? 2010 H3. The H3, gross. That, isn't that just a trailblazer? I don't know. Because it's not a suburban. No, it's, it's way smaller. It's, it's, it has I to be. Assume, it's, it's a rebody trailblazer. I assume that's probably just a rebody trailblazer or something nearly the same. It's got the little six cylinder in it. Yeah, it's it probably. It's a fucking thing. It's probably. It's got like a 2,000 pound tow rating. That. They're worthless. Yeah. As we discussed somewhat recently, would rock the T. Yeah, the, the, the little truck. H3T is kind of cool. Any of them in the T. Yeah. H3T is kind of cool. They couldn't but. give me an answer on whether it was the H3T or the HT that was the last one to roll off the line. It literally okay. went one, then the other. Okay. So the last two vehicles were the one was a T and one wasn't. Fair enough. Yep. That's all What's I next? Saturn. Oh man, this is going to be another short. It's a short run. This is just the worst run, too. This is almost identical to Hummer. Oh yeah, because Hummer was ninety two, Saturn ninety one, ninety one. Okay, okay. With the S series. Oh man, so these were like the darling of SCCA autocross in their day. I believe that these are actually can be made to be really good handling cars if you can find one. They're they're still out there, and I've seen like lowered modified ones. They look kind of cool, Robbie. They're not, they're not bad. They're like just weird enough to be cool, but not weird enough to be like, what the fuck were they thinking? No, if you show up they've with kind one of, of these, people kind of get it. They've kind of I don't want to say they've aged well. No, but time hasn't been as bad as you thought on them. If if any if. Anything with the Radwood movement, yeah, yeah, these have gotten way more popular. Oh, I'm sure because they're weird, yeah. But they weighed like 300 pounds. You could, when I think of it, I think of the Geo Metro that we lifted and turned around. (laughs) That's what I think of this car. Same thing, like every high school kid has that story. Oh man, she got so mad. It was either a Festiva (laughs) or a Metro, the Metro. But I remember my, my buddies. Sister was learning to drive. We were like 12 or 13, and she right. was learning to drive manual, and I think it was one of these. Okay. So we were sitting in the back seat making fun of her every time she killed it at a stop sign while her mom's <laughs> trying to explain to her how to do it. I don't know why they would have let her drive with two 
prepubescent kids sitting right. in the back seat right. laughing at her trying to learn. Right. It's just the worst. No, that's not a good environment for that. So it's the S series, not the S chassis, just so we're clear. <laughs> Come on, Robbie. Um, but this is where it gets confusing, though. Okay. Because they, they did the same run. And I'm going to say that the last vehicle that they made was either a consumer or a Sky. Consumer? the fuck is a consumer? What's weird is that they made a bunch in 2010, none of which went to the public. They all went to uh, um, rental places. I don't know what a consumer is. I've never heard of such a thing. Oh, sorry. (laughs) You see, I write things and forget. Yeah. The consumers got the Sky. And then the rental... <laughs> Sorry. I knew, I knew I would do oh, that. Oh, that's hilarious. I knew I would okay, do so that. Okay, so the Sky. So the Sky, the Aura, the Outlook, and the View. And then the Sky was the one that went to the consumers. And then the other ones stuck around in 2010 and only went so to rental then places. for the sake of this particular thing, I'm going to call it the Sky. Yeah, but also in 2009, they made all those other vehicles, too. But right. the one that matters is the sky. I'm going to call it the sky. Because that car was so unappreciated. I mean, it's no solstice. Yes, it is. It's better. No, it's it, not. It looks better in every way. You know what way. really upsets me? That everyone agrees with me? Is that a staggering number of people think that that's the case. That the sky is better? They're all wrong. They're not wrong. Every last you one of you sons wrong. of bitches are wrong. The the Solstice is a better looking car. No, here's how I would describe Heads these. Heads and tails you and above. I will never agree. Dude, on this. I don't know. I just don't see it. Here's how I w- the perfect explanation of how I would describe okay. the sky versus the Solstice. Right, now let me finish. Let's do this. I'm going to compare Oh no. The sky and the Solstice to me would be the equivalent of the BRZ concept versus reality. <laughs> the sky looks like the concept the solstice looks like the reality. And just like we talked about with Booney, concepts are usually terrible, Robbie. Except when they get it right with the sky. The solstice. No. The solstice is a plain Jane version of the sky. There is for a... dullards. There is an 06, which is the first year. Yes. Uh, solstice that looks like a raccoon lived in it for the better part of nine months. You showed me that. Um, he wants a dollar for it. He wants 2500 bucks for it. I thought it was less than that. I thought it was like 1200 Oh, no, I think he... It was 1200 No, I think he wanted 25 I think it's down to 18 now. You're right. And why I haven't gone and bought it, I still am not really sure. And to be honest with you, when I finally get my taxes done, if that thing's still there... Oh, man. I might own it. You should. Make no mistake. I'm, I'm teasing you about the solstice... Being just because it's worse than the sky, it's still a great car. Oh, so good looking. These cars should be way more popular. I don't and know they why they're be, not. They should be autocross cars all day long. There's a there's a one with its windshield cut off that races every year. <laughs> they I should, think this they would should make be a, popular. I think this would make a great track car. It would. It's a Miata that's not a Miata. It's a better Miata. It's better better because it's not. I don't know what the aftermarket suspension setups are, but I don't know. We can make that. So it's just springs and stuff. So this is my weird GM knowledge, and this could be wrong, but my understanding of this way back in the day Mm -hmm. is I don't know about the front end at all, but the transmission is the same transmission they put in the Colorado, and they put a robust, and they put a V8 in front of it, right? And a, a V8 will bolt into it. Yeah. The the Engine mounts for the Ecotech and the LS are in the same spot 
in yep. the longitudinal formation. So they all but literally drop into place. I knew. And the rear end. Yes. I think I know. Or I'm pretty certain that the rear axle and and center section is CTS V. Oh. And I think maybe the suspension is as well. The design. How is this not the most popular car? Because they're uh, dirt cheap. In 2006, the first year, all manuals. Yeah. 2.4 liter, naturally aspirated. Uh, then they came out with the GXP, which yep. was a two liter with a turbo. I remember. Which you could also get with an automatic. Or the Saturn uh, Sky Redline. Yes. The Redline. So good. So they made an Ion Redline, and I think they oh, yeah. made a Redline View. I think you're right. Which is, I think, an Equinox. First-gen Equinox. Trash. So, yeah, Saturn I, was kind of f- they, fun. They were in the right direction. I kind of liked it. it. I think that Saturn would do well today. I think so. As, like, cheap, interesting cars. Yeah, they were just dirt cheap. They're st- in the same way that Kia does all right with most of their entry-level stuff. I think so, yeah. I think Saturn would do all right these days. I remember when the sky came out... The dealership in Sioux Falls had some, like, they ordered them. Yeah. And the guys that bought them immediately had the engines out and Ellis swapped So like, that was the plan from the from the factory. My parents bought a Solstice in 06. Yes. I drove it to prom my senior year. Nice. And the next year when I was a freshman in college, different story. <laughs> <laughs> Not for the podcast. Uh, <laughs> we can change the direction of the no, podcast no, anytime no, no, we no, want. No, Adam. Robbie. No, Robbie. I don't want to talk about it. I um, uh but we bought it, or they bought it. Um, I remember we were driving home from somewhere, and for some reason we were driving through Storm Lake. I don't remember why, but this was sitting on the show floor in Storm Lake. And the whole way home, because I worked at a dealership at the time, and I knew that like these were super popular when they first came out. The Solstice, right. the first year Solstice, like you had, sold out. It was kind of like the C8 is, where like you had to get an allocation number. But this was before like dealers realized that they could do markups, mm-hmm. so like it was still like a reasonably priced car. Yeah, it was what it was, you know. And uh, I remember like the whole way home, my mom and dad are talking about like, do we buy it? Do we not? Like my mom's always, as long as I've been around, she's had a red convertible. Like that, that was always what she had. And we had just kind of recently sold her '67 Firebird that she had for years and years and years. Yep. And I think, like, the next day they called the place and, like, hey, what's the story on this? Like, yeah, a uh, customer ordered it. It got here. They decided they didn't want it. We just said, that's fine. We'll take it. And it's for sale. And we went and got it. Nice. So, yeah, that'd be fun. Solstice, baby. It was a fun little car. I bet it was. It was so much fun. So. All right. We'll keep moving. Uh, yeah. Scion. Oh, yeah. I the shortest lived. I knew you'd do this one. I have to. So the first one would be the TC, and the last one would be the Well, you're FRS. wrong. You're already wrong. Oh, really? XA? XA and XB came out in 04 together. Okay, and then the TC, TC came out TC, after TC that? was after. Really? 06? Really? Josh had the release series, and I think it was 06. I would have said 05, but okay. I'm probably wrong. You know how I am about remembering shit. Yeah. No, I, I remember it was red, and the grill was worth more than the car at one point, basically. <laughs> and Josh almost sold his. Because, the, yeah, you could have sold the grills for like $1,800 because they, they only made like 500 of them. Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, so 2004 X, uh, XA and XB. Okay. Cheap little nothing cars. But the XB. So good? Not really. But when you get in it. Ah, way, bro. You jump in it, you're like, 
It's it's twice as big inside as it is outside. It makes no sense. I want an XB. My God, they're practical. XBs are great, and they're like two dollars, probably all day long. Probably. Like what do you, what, what we should do is sell all our things and just buy like our daily drivers. Yeah. Then we get our camping vans and our Scion XBs for our daily drivers. Well, all our problems. If I'm gonna have a camping van, I'm probably gonna buy a TC. Fine. It's just a little more fun and peppy. Well, I didn't say sell the race car. I meant sell everything else. Oh. Okay. I'll sell all the practical stuff. Oh, okay. Well, Sorry. then, yeah, I'm in. I misspoke. I'm in, then. That I can do. Uh, I, you don't really see these anymore, either. XAs, none. none. XBs, some. Yeah, you see an XB every here and there. But, like, an XA is not a thing. No. That or maybe you just don't notice them. I saw an IQ the other day. I saw an IQ the other day, too. I got very excited. I tried to take a picture of it. I missed it. There's there's something about that Lowe's over by where I work. Yeah? I think one of the guys that works there has a Hummer H1, and then someone oh. else that works there has an IQ. So there's there's something in the water at that Lowe's. Somebody at the Menards in Ames has an R35, which I find very strange. It's weird, right? He must be a store manager or a rich kid who had to have a job. Anyone can make payments, Adam. GTR payments, though? On a Menards budget? I work at the wrong place if that's the case. That is an expensive payment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, who knows? That's weird. So. All right. Uh, What's that? Was it the FRS or was it the IQ? It was the uh, FRS and then the IM and the IA went to Toyota. Oh. So yeah. technically. I don't really Yeah, so technically the FRS, the IA, and the IM all continued on. That's fair. It's hard to say, I yep. guess. So that one got a little... Again, oh, that gets, a little it gets muddy. interesting. Gets a little muddy. Yep. So, Speaking of muddy... I still think, real quick, I still okay. think that Scion would have been better off if they had just branded them as Toyotas. Yeah, I think so. If they would have just been like the entry-level cheap Toyotas. Yep, this is just a cheap, fun Toyota because changing the name just isn't right. It didn't, yeah, it didn't, didn't really work. And I think that they it it didn't take off like they thought it would, and then they just kind of stopped. Yeah, because they they came out of the gate hard with yeah. like the tuner scene, and it's like these are customizable, and yeah. you can get them cheap, and you can do whatever you want to them. Yeah, great. And then it just kind of fell flat because they should have been more popular. They should have been better cars all around. Yeah, the FRS should have been more popular than it is. Yeah, probably because it. It had a lot of potential. Still does. I still like that car. Still too much. But it, 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 a brand new one's too expensive for what you get. It, and a used one's still too expensive. Probably. But like, because I mean, you line it. Let's let's just let's just say you're shopping for a car like that, right? And you look at the price on that, and then you look at the price of a 350Z, or even like a like if you want to shop for more newer cars, a 370Z. 370's probably a little on the high side. You're but like you're a close. six-cylinder Mustang. Yeah, it's not even, then it's not even close. Or, uh, I mean, heaven forbid, a Miata. Yeah, it's way cheap. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Just not. Never made any sense to me. Yeah, okay. we'll keep it moving. This is gonna be a long show. Yeah. Okay. All right, uh, Checker. I don't really have a lot to say about Checker. They made, you said there was something weird about it. They made a cab in 1922. Okay. They stopped making vehicles in 1982 with the Marathon. Right. That looks like it's from the 50s. Yeah. Yeah. So it was weird. Yeah. Here's where it gets even weirder. Okay. 
They stopped making cars in 1982. And started making them again in? No, they didn't stop. They, they filed for bankruptcy and closed in 2010. That's weird. So the, what were they? Were they just were, making parts? I don't know. They had like a, 250 employees. They must have been making parts. Who's who, How many checkers are out there? A lot. Apparently. I still on the road. A, I think that that's a car that you saw a lot in other countries too. Oh, like Cuba, where they only have cars from the fifties. Well, yeah, but they weren't buying parts from <laughs> Checker. They were putting making their own parts, bubble gum and matchsticks. So, in the town I live in, there is a Checker Marathon limo. Those are cool. Which was apparently used as like a runabouts at airports back in the day. Oh, that'd be neat. So I don't think it's a limo. Like I think it's a multi, uh, multi road. Like it's a. It's like an eight-road car. It's not a limo where like there's seats running long ways down it. There's a bunch of doors and the seats run. Yeah, yeah. Across the car like a normal seat does. Yes. It's just uh, like you you can pack sixteen people into this thing and it's, they can unload out of a plane and then you can taxi them over to the gate. It's like when you're in Utah and you see the Mormon families with like thirteen children. Yeah. And they have a like a big pickup that they've extended. Yeah. But now it has like thirty three doors. Right. That's exactly I remember when we talked about my dad's friend with the Travelette or Travel All International that's been that's really long. It's got like six rows. So yeah. Same thing. So yeah, there's a picture of it. It's really, really yeah, cool. I mean, it's go. it's cool. Don't get me wrong. I kind of yeah, I like neat. that. It's kind of rad. I like driving by there and seeing if it's still there. Yeah, it's every unique. time, every once in a while, I'll just drive by. It's not like super out of my way when I'm going to the grocery store. Right. So I'm just like, oh, look, there we'll it is. We'll take an extra block it's, to it's see it. It's still there. It's cool. It's kind of fun. So it's fun. All right. Uh, Studebaker. Stude. Oof. We're going real early here. 1902. Okay. Studebaker. All right. That's what they called it. Yep. The Studebaker. The Studebaker. Fun fact, electric. Oh, look at that. 1902 electric. I think there's a story to like whether we almost like took that turn and made electric vehicles at that time and then, you know, big oil won the, yeah. that sort of thing. I think there's a story to that. Probably. So and then they kept making vehicles until 1966 with the last the one. The Lark? The Cruiser. Damn it. The last never vehicle. never heard off. of a Studebaker Cruiser. The last one off the line was a Cruiser. Interesting. Again, that was a hard one to figure out because there was, I couldn't really get a solid answer that said, last one rolled off the line. Okay. Then I found a website that said, this cruiser. And I had a picture of that cruiser. <laughs> so I'm oh, like, I'll, okay. I'll take That's it. the one. This is That's it. That's the last one. That picture is the one, apparently. This it's blue cruiser. Somewhere. Yep. It's, it's fine. It, it's, what was it, 1966? Yeah, it looks like a 1966 plane car. Yeah. Studebakers were kind of cool. They had they, some, were. they had some neat stuff. The Avanti was awesome. Yes, uh, I've always had a weak spot for bullet nose Studebakers. Okay, uh, it's it's like a I don't even know what year forties. Yeah, that kind of Studebaker, that. and it's just got like this the grill on the front in the middle is like a couple rings of chrome. It looks like a bullet. Yeah, and it sticks out farther. It's a bullet nose. I mean, when you th- yeah, when you think about it, that's, if you Google that's, bullet nose Studebaker, that that's what you, that yeah. will pop right up. That's what you think of when you think. Studebaker. Exactly. Absolutely. Uh, Their pickup trucks look super cool. I don't know if I'm familiar. Studebaker trucks are super neat looking. So uh, they made some, they made a few. There's not a ton of them. They're really like unique looking. Um, The E-Series truck, 1955. I 
love 1950 trucks. Give me a picture, Robbie. Let me load for a you moment. Got one here. That's, that's a that's a forty nine right that's here. Close enough. All right, my so, computer doesn't want to work with me, but that's fine. Ah, so yeah, th- bitch. Well, when you think of like the the little vintage pickups, yep. this is right there in it. Yeah, because like a, like a fifty three Chevy is kind of or a, like a Ford F one hundred. The handsomest of them. I didn't. No, but it's fine. It is. They're neat. They're uh, yeah, they're cool. I I want to build a. Old pickup one day. Yeah. Just like a cruiser. Just for fun. Just yeah. a project. I get it. Should have bought one of my dad's internationals before he sold them all off. I know. What's he thinking? He could have just gifted it to me because we're best friends. What a jerk. I know. Like when we talk on the phone and we yeah. make fun of you I was together. Say, you'll have to talk to him about it. We'll talk to him about it. <laughs> why, why didn't you think of me when you sold all your cars? He's selfish. He probably has another one still. <laughs> probably make this happen. <laughs> I, I genuinely I'm, I'm have no idea what he has and doesn't have. He probably has a warehouse you don't know about. There's a real possibility of it. That's the dream. All right, <laughs> keep this moving. AMC. They Gross. made. They started in '54. Was the Nash and some other company the came together? Yep. They made a Rambler. It's fugly. Yeah. <laughs> looks like bathtubs. Yeah, it looks like an upside Flipped down bathtub. Yep. Uh, Gremlin. The last one. Yeah. No. No eagle. You're right. The AMC Eagle. The 87 Eagle. So that's like... My God, this is the ugliest car on it. It's a four-wheel drive. Okay. They're kind of like... It's like, it's like you a You can lift. almost say that they're like the precursor to the crossover SUV because it was a station wagon, but it was lifted up a ways and it had a four-wheel drive chassis underneath it. Yes. And, and they're I, surprisingly capable. I Very believe, collectible. I, I believe that. Believe it or not. Yep, because the person that the picture, the way I took this picture off the website you, you was got a guy brown on brown on brown one, which is the my. guy that bought this one is the last one that rolled off the line. He has a website dedicated to it yeah. because he went to go buy one, was informed that hey, these are we don't have these anymore. They don't make them as of like December. They're done. Right. So he called up AMC and said, "I want the last one," and they got him this one because that was the only one that wasn't sold yet. Apparently, damn. So he's super proud of it and has a website dedicated to it. I'm sure that he is. It. That's a thing. Because I read his, like, little, uh, the whole about it weird. thing. Is, 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 weird. Yeah, think of a like a bigger, lifted Vista Cruiser. They're way smaller. What? They're way smaller than a Vista Cruiser. No way. Yeah, yeah they're not that big. Weird. That's so weird. They're not very big. I suppose that would explain the dimensions, why it looks like it's, t- like, tall. Yeah, it's... it's uh, Gosh, I'd say it wasn't that much bigger than your RAV was. Oh, that's so weird. So you, I think they made a diesel one, which is ungodly slow. <laughs> there's a there's an episode of Junkyard Gold, if you have Motor Trend On Demand, where he goes through a junkyard that the guy basically, it's all eagles. Oh. Mostly AMCs, and a lot of them are eagles. Gross. All right. That's a thing. That's that's the way, like, if you have an eagle, you have ten of them. <laughs> That's one of those cars. Yeah. You, you stay within that brand because that's your thing. Yeah. So. Uh, Willys. Okay. Uh, died with the Jeep, I'm going to guess. They started in 1926 with the Overland. The Overland. Which is okay. what exactly what you would think a 1926 car would look yep. like because it looks, looks like, like every a, other 1926 a little bit bigger version so of the Pontiac or I the Plymouth. I bet you that's Plymouth. not a factory color you got there. That, that teal? That aqua teal color? Nope, certainly not. Um. Then the last. This is where it gets confusing because Willys, 1963, they were sold. However, the last 
CJ5 Jeep thing. Yeah. Was in 1983. That's and then they wheelies, that's a Jeep. Yep. And then, so the Jeep Overland brand went to Brazil and continued making cars well into the 80s. Oh, okay. So Willys itself, I think you could say, was done in 63. Okay. It's very confusing because, like, even on Wikipedia it goes Willys, and then it just, like, splits into, like, a like a spider web of brands yeah. Yeah. in different countries. And they're all Willys somehow right. with different titles. Like, so we got Willys Overland. You got the Willys Jeep, and then yeah. So I, I honestly couldn't give you a an answer as to what was the last vehicle. So I just went with the CJ5 Jeep. There you go. That was the last one in America. Uh, when you think, if you want to think of Willys Jeep, what everybody thinks of as military Jeep, that's, that's a Willys. That's the one. That's so, that's what. what we have a listener who lives popular. here in I think Altoona who's restoring one. Oh, nice. That'd be cool. So just like. Like, like frame off, like yeah. building his garage. Well, I mean, like rest a mod or... I have no idea what he's doing okay. with it. I just, every once in a while, he'll post pictures on his Facebook or his Instagram about him working on his willies. Nice. So. Uh, one more. Okay. Actually, two more. Okay. We got the DeLorean. Oh, Jesus. They only made the one. They made the one. The DMC-12. That, that cocaine-fueled nightmare. Yep. From 1975 to 1982. Terrible Renault power. Oh, really? Yes, they they just a, maybe it's a Citroen. I don't remember. It's it's some trash. terrible, terrible engine. Stainless steel body. Yep, that was probably not so good. Ugh, God, this. But they're super popular. Oh, and, so and, a, popular. and a collectible. They're kind of being reproduced now. Yep. Yep. So weird. Yeah, um, I don't really. I, I didn't love have a lot to say about. I don't it. really love. The, them. I think the only reason I even give any sort of a shit is because of the, the Back to the Future movies. And I think that's the only reason that actually people care. Yeah, probably. What year did they die? 82. 75 to 82. So this would be the shortest lived one on here. So I'm pretty sure that Back to the Future came out after the after the, after the, after car. the DeLorean was over. Yeah, because it'd be like it should be after. 1985. Yeah. Well, I mean, even in the so movie. So that car didn't become popular until it was already dead. Yes. I still need to see the documentary or the movie Framing John DeLorean because it goes into like yeah. his story and it looks really Selling cocaine, Robbie. Fuck yeah. I mean, no. That's bad. <laughs> that is bad. Drugs are bad. Yeah. This, you'll love this one. We'll finish on a high note. Okay. Or a low note depending on the fact that it's gone. Oh. You gonna make me sad here? Yes. Mosler. Oh, Jesus Christ. 1985. You did this one just to spite me, didn't you, The really? Consular GTP. GTP. I do love it, Robbie. I love it so very much. I understand why you love it. Yeah. The 85 is awful to me, but I understand why you love it. Yeah, I can see that. This, I mean, this is... When you look at, like, an MT-600, it's kind of hard to be like... No, nah, I'll take the consoleer. Yeah, you can't. It's pretty hard. I mean, I probably still would, but it's really hard. I are, you, are you talking about the how you feel about the consoleer right now? Yeah, that too. Okay, I just want to make sure. That's how I feel about it, Robin. All right. My heart coming, Iowa. Christ. What has happened to this show? It's off the rails. Yeah. Uh, consoleer in 1985, and then they finished in 2013 with an MT-900. 900, okay. My bad. And it is... Awesome. They only made like 20 of them. This is like 
Brabham BT62 level cool for you, isn't it? This is like a noble M400 cool to me. Uh, fun fact, if you want some interesting listening, if I assume, I think they're still around, the Grassroots Motorsports Podcast. I don't know if they're still doing podcasts. Well, no, they, are, they aren't doing podcasts, but I think that they're still up. They should still be. still available. Yeah, they should be. Uh, apparently, Warren Mosler is a, a Florida native, yep. and they know, the GRM guys know him fairly well. They did a whole show with him. Ooh, I want to hear that. And uh, they talk about, like, for a while, they had press consuliers. Like way back in the eighties, and they talk. They go through. He apparently tried to like run for president or something crazy. He was a billionaire. Yeah, which is just wild. To and me. his son, still into racing, yeah. has been to at least a grid life. <laughs> like Jabe knows him. That's crazy. So small world, kind of a weird deal. Uh, they made some really, well, well, really you, sweet shit. Well, we've talked about it before. Like, if you go to the Wikipedia page, there's a picture of of a. Six MT six hundred. I don't remember. But anyways, it's in Ames of all places. It's oh like, yeah, it's, I'm pretty sure it's Steve's, but I don't know if it was or not. But yeah, was, the picture is like Mosler in Ames, Iowa. I was like, what? Yeah, there's twenty in the world and it's sitting in Ames. Yeah, just a, an amazing car. They are super super cool. So it is too bad, Robbie. Oh, that one's it's too, too bad. bad. They're right up there with like Panos and Noble and yes. Yeah, yeah, because because the, the companies like that that just made cool shit but didn't live. Yeah, the MT nine hundred looks very similar to the 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 noble. Yeah, some of the last nobles. Yep. So, which makes it really good looking. We should Sweet. probably keep moving. It's yeah, literally two hours. Let's hit some news real quick. I don't even care if we do them the, all. I think well, I only, accidentally only, only put two. No, you purposely put two. There, it is. there was a third. I didn't remember if I actually. Nope, you didn't. Um, Good. Yeah. That's so great. <laughs> <laughs> the news is presented by Apex Pro, and in case you hadn't noticed, it's February. It is, which means that race season is two months away oh, now. So close, people. It's so close. I can taste it. Use that tax return. Buy yourself. Buy an yourself Apex an Apex Pro. Pro. You be it. faster. It, it will make you. Can faster. you imagine how much faster our listeners would be if they used Racers Three Hundred and Sixty? And an Apex Pro? Yes, they would be the fastest of listeners. Yeah. It is a deadly combination. Probably. Money back guaranteed from the podcast. <laughs> Not whoa, about- whoa, 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 no, no. whoa. I'm, I'm, no, hold I, on. Time out, time there out. There is an idiot out there somewhere who would not be faster with those things because he's just not that... I'm saying the money. I'm saying the money he spent on the podcast, not the product. Oh, not the products. Oh yeah, okay. I'm good with that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, absolutely. If you buy both of these things and you're still not faster, I'll refund you for all of the podcasts you've listened to. I'm in. On that. <laughs> but seriously, ApexTrackCoach.com. That is an awesome unit. I've been saying it for years. I've been using it for years. It has made me faster. Andrew's the nicest dude. He is the best. You will never get better support when you are having issues. Yeah, you can basically send him a yeah, send him a message on Facebook right away and he'll get back to you. Yeah. Super he's, he's super active on their You got their questions? Group. He's got answers. Yep. No, you so. need that you need this going into your first event right yeah, now. Like, absolutely. Just, what are you waiting for? Go right now. Use that code. Apextrackcoach.com. Use our code 10 tens at discount or at the checkout for a discount. I can't talk to the dude. I'm so it's sorry. It's just for the, the suction cup, right? Yep. Yeah. And you get it for free. For, for free. What's better than free? Uh, I mean, if someone paid me for it. 
Well, they're not going to pay Money you back for guarantee, it. Robbie. Money back for the podcast guarantee. <laughs> Stamp it approved. I'll mark it guaranteed. I got spare time. Uh, I'm supposed to be reading the news articles, aren't I? Yeah, that's why oh, I'm giving you all this time. Sorry, Robbie. All this time. This is not at all ready. Look at me being not ready. Who's shocked? First up, artist pulls prank on Google Maps. Is this not the best thing ever? I always thought this was going to happen. This dude is He's, my hero. I appreciate him proving this right. So He's what, my hero. So what he did was he took uh, 99, 99 cell phones, phones and put them in a little red wagon. And just walked down the street. And they were, none of them were uh, like linked up to anything besides Google Maps. Right. So he's, he's walking down the street, and Google Maps thinks there's 99 cars in a traffic jam. Doing three miles an hour. Not even. And so, you know, when you're driving down the road and you see the red line, that's real-time data they're pulling off of Google users. Yes. And there's 99 of them piled up in this little red wagon. That's got to be a traffic jam. Red line. And it and it routes everybody around it. Away from it. And it was funny because in the picture... It's he's just him standing in the middle of the road. In, a, in an empty road... <laughs> Over a bridge. So not only do they have to go all, all the way around, around. Oh, it's, it's perfect. Brilliant. So if you have spare phones at home, send them my way. Yeah, we'll, let's do it. <laughs> we'll all go like park them in Des Moines somewhere and just watch everybody drive around the city. God, <laughs> so funny. They are. I don't know how they're going to be able to address this. If, it, if there's something Google I don't know do. that it needs to be addressed. It probably doesn't. I mean, is it really a problem? It could be. The way the way they were spinning it was like, you know, he's trying to prove the point that, like, Google can really mess with traffic flow because mm-hmm. a lot of times it'll redirect people into, you know, residential, residential neighborhoods yeah. and stuff like that, which is absolutely legitimately a thing that it does. And I can totally understand the argument against. Yes. So... Well, I get what he's doing. Well, I'm curious if, you know, but I don't know that they by proving this. I wonder if you could do like a like there's like an emulator that could make your phone ten like look like it's ten to twenty phones. Yeah, I don't know. So that it looks like wherever you're going is is screwed. Yeah, who knows? That I don't would know. be hilarious. Just, um, just thinking out loud. I did notice somewhere in that article they talked about uh, some people, some sort of organization was trying to get all of these GPS. Uh, providers to agree that they are not going to send people around. Oh yeah, I remember that. And and like Waze and all of them agreed. Like yeah, we'll we'll write our algorithms in such a, a manner as to lessen that sort of load. So and Google the, was the only one that said, Nah, man, I'm I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah, people like it; it's working. Except for the people that yeah, it bothers. Right. No, I remember that was an issue. Not too. It's been a while. Yeah, we did a we story talk, about We talked it. about it because it was like in Philadelphia or New York or something. I think it was it would, in New York, where like the bridge was out, so that the, the, we're talking thousands of people were going through this neighborhood. Just that normally, through a normal neighborhood, normally never sees traffic, dude. If I if like that would scare me with kids and dogs and of whatnot. course, like of that course. that would really like not be okay for me. That's like being in my neighborhood. If there's like six people in a row, it's like someone case in the house. <laughs> Why are there six there? people out here? Someone die? Is yeah. this a funeral procession? <laughs> is there having a party? Is there a wedding? Oh, that's the only. That's the busiest I've ever seen this place. Some asshole having a wedding in his Some own fucking house. Asshole. <laughs> this guy. So, still super duper funny. It is hilarious. I mean, I love it. 
I bet it costs them a ton of money. Yeah, how else do you get 99 phones that are active? Burner phones? I don't know. You go to Walmart? That's still not cheap. Because you're not getting... I don't... I wonder if the GPS still works without a cell phone connection. I know the Bluetooth does. (laughs) I don't know about the GPS. Yeah. I don't know. Probably. I don't know how it works. Kind of funny, though. So, next up, Toyota believes, using big data, that they have solved the accidental acceleration problem. That was a problem? Apparently, there are enough people in the world who are not capable of differentiating between the gas and the brake pedal. So this particular issue they're talking about is not unintended acceleration due to mechanical failure. Nope. It is, I am a complete and total moron, and I went for the brake, and I hit the gas pedal, and I crashed. Well, the weird thing is, it's not like in a parking lot situation where you're... Where you're looking, you know, looking behind you, and then all of a sudden you realize that your foot went to the other pedal, and then you go forward when you meant to go backwards. The way they described it was, you're driving down the road, and then for some reason instead of hitting the brake, you hit the gas. Right. Which I think is even less common. Apparently, uh, not. <laughs> I don't know, man. But like the algorithm that they're trying to implement is kind of like the next step between what we have now and like autonomous driving because it's going to take control of the car because if it, if it assumes that you're hitting the gas when you meant to hit the brake. Yeah, so I think what it's doing is like it looks at every car that goes through an intersection and it says, okay, this is clearly a stop sign. Wait a second. That guy is speeding up coming towards that stop sign. Apply brake. But they also described so, it as not being active with anything else in the environment. It would have to be real-time watching your car. And also comparing what you do in your driving habit in that specific spot to all the other cars that are going through that same spot and how you are reacting to it. And if if a million cars have gone through that intersection and stopped and you're accelerating through it, apply brake. Well, I'm curious how that would work in a situation... Like, let's just say you veer, you know, you try to go around something or... You, you you intentionally hit the gas, and then all of a sudden it cuts power. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be a problem. Oh, man. Dying. Oh, let's just cancel the show, because you're going to do this the rest of the day. I felt it coming. I was like, oh, no, it's coming, Robbie. This is bad. Oh, like shit. I could feel my nose just like, like starting to no, fill up. No, just a few more minutes. Oh, God damn it. Anyway, uh, I think that this is like a... A really big brother approach to fixing a really, really insignificant problem. Yeah. I, I feel like it's not... It's like putting a, a band-aid on a bullet hole because it's not fixing the problem. And the problem is operator error. I'm not convinced that it is a problem. Uh, well, let's just let's just say on the, the situations when it does happen. I think... I think that that's not... You know... Where, where's the driver's cell phone? Where, where Where's their attention? I think that that's, that's like... Instead of... If if they were selling this as, if we see you're not stopping and we know you should be, not just accelerating right. but not stopping, yeah, the, the automatic braking thing that makes sense. Yeah, like oh, we know this is a stop sign and you're not stopping. Apply brake. Yes, that I can get behind. Yeah, because that, that is that, a real problem. Yes, Cause, and that that's doesn't shouldn't be a problem, but it is. 
What I don't think is that there's a problem with people who confuse the gas and the brake pedal. Once then again, moving. I left foot brake, so I guess I'm not the right person to ask. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just seemed really strange to me that, one, that it's that big of a problem, they would dedicate a team to it and think that they need to implement it. Well, I think that this is just an excuse for them to track us because that's what they're going to be doing. They're, they flat out said that they're using data gathered from cars. You know, they're they're just gathering data now. Mm-hmm. They're listening, man, and they're trying to to disguise their their need to gather this data the, under uh, an umbrella of making the roads safer. Hmm. And they probably will. I'm sure. And frankly, I don't know that I really care that Toyota anonymously tracks a vehicle. By driving habits and whatnot. If they don't know who owns the vehicle, if it's just a Toyota Camry, and they don't know anything about it beyond the fact that it's just one of their vehicles, and they're seeing where it's going, and they're kind of watching your driving habits, it doesn't really bother me that much. But it's a really slippery slope they also, to, to yeah, places where I don't want to be. Well, yeah, they, and they, I guess they kind of just they didn't really even describe it as that. It was just the way they described it really didn't make a whole lot of sense on how no, it it's worked. a very strange thing. Right. It's certainly something that I think people should be asking questions about. Yeah, I think so. Don't just blindly take it. Uh, it, it fixes my my braking habits. But that's what people do. I mean, we've we've blindly accepted these cell phones as as uh, necessities. Yeah, that we true. couldn't function day to day without. There's a guy at work with a flip phone still, and I legit get jealous of him, <laughs> knowing full well he's get the only notifications he's getting are direct cell phone calls and text messages. No bullshit. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm I'm turning into a grumpy old man, dude. But it won't be long before that's not an option anymore. Yeah, the the last blackberries ever are now obsolete. They won't yeah. they don't support it no more. Yeah. Sad. So back in my day. Back in my day. Right, I, had, I had to T9 you remember, text you. Remember when we had we all had blackberries and we yeah. had that BBM group? Yeah, it was great. It was like you and me and your brother. And Ryan, yep. and all we did was talk about rollerblading. It was a good time. Oh, so good, Robbie. That was back in the, the good old days. Simpler times. It was a lot simpler times. Back in college, my Blackberry. I loved my Blackberry. I had the slider. I didn't like that one so much. I thought I was fucking cool. No, I didn't have the slider. I had the I had the one with the, with the keyboard, the little tiny keyboard. Oh, yeah, okay. That didn't slide. Right, right. I had... I had a couple different ones. I remember that my sweaty hands didn't like the trackball. I never had the trackball. Mine was newer than that. And uh, so I had like I had to buy spare trackballs on <laughs> Google because every once in a while they just would stop working and you could pop it out, put a new one in, and it'd be on my way. That's funny. So I had like a spare one in the glove box and like a spare one. Just like I had random ones in places because it would flat out just be like, I'm done with you. <laughs> Sometimes like you take it out and like kind of clean it in your shirt and put it yeah, back yeah. in there and it worked for a little while longer, but sometimes that didn't work either. That's funny. I miss my Blackberry. It's so rad. I, I miss my Crazer. I didn't have the Razor. I wasn't that cool. I had the Crazer. Oh, I, had the, I had the thinner one. Or the, I, went, the, I went from the Nokia brick straight to a Blackberry. Holy gouse. Yeah. That's, I had a brick, you know. Yeah, yeah. The, like that yeah, was my phone. The, yeah, the th- 3001 or whatever they call it. And called. then I got my my sweet job and I had like no expenses and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to buy something nice. Right. Find the best. And so I went into Verizon and I paid 
like straight paid for that phone. <laughs> like, here's nine hundred bucks or whatever it was. Something crazy. Give me that BlackBerry. And then I bought this like wild noise canceling Bluetooth earpiece so that I could talk to people while I was driving down the road <laughs> with my window down in my TT. What I an was asshole. Such a douche. <laughs> nice <laughs> Nice Bluetooth, asshole. A jawbone is what it was called. Oh my god, dude! I spent like one hundred fifty dollars on a fucking Bluetooth, and I was like, "This is like fucking sucks." This and I used stupid. it like twice. Oh man, I hate Bluetooth. I like my wireless Bluetooth headphones. I don't like that idea. That's nice. I refuse to give up on my corded headphones. No, I get. I, I just bought these set. Uh, that's like it's got the cord that goes across. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm not talking to the mic. It has a cord that goes from one ear to the other, so you have like a necklace behind you. Yeah, like a, like a croaky. Yep, like with the sunglasses. Okay. So that's kind of annoying because it's got the, the, the button here that you can control the volume. Yep. yep. But, of course, it's like the size of a like a big pill. So then that's right. on one side. Not e- It's not centered. It's on the side. So, like, oh, the Jesus. whole thing droops. But it was like $20, and it's perfect for, like, mowing the lawn or, like, yeah. listening at work so I can, like, get up and walk. Like, I have it synced to my computer at work so I can listen to shit. Like podcasts oh, and stuff, Christ. so then I can get up and leave the office and still have my headphones in and still hear what's on my computer. That's nice. So I just run my headphone cord through my shirt and into my pocket. I do that at the gym. That's how I function. But I only I only wear my iPod my iPod Shuffle when I'm at the gym. I don't take my phone with me. Oh, I don't want to be bothered by humans. Just right. Leave me I alone. Get that. Leave me alone. Do we do a show, Robbie? It's been long. We we got if we stick around for like another fifteen minutes, we can beat Booney's record. Nah, I, I, I got to go back to work, Robbie. <laughs> to heck with that, man. So, all right, tune in next week, everybody. It should be a fun show. Oh, dude, I'm super excited. What if it doesn't happen? That's fine. I think it's gonna happen. It'll happen. He's committed. We'll just say this: an interview that I have wanted, or let's say a guest that I have wanted since the inception of this show. It'll be fun. Something that I have tried more than once to get to happen, and I've been shut down. He's finally on board. Shut down no more. He's finally on board. He's going to be in person, live in Robbie's house, in the Kangamore's Motorsports studio. He's going to see my car. Yeah, i got to give him your address. That's fine. I don't know what it is. How many times do I have to tell you my address? I know how to get here, Robbie. I don't need your address. Oh, my goodness. All right. Addresses for everybody. So excited, everybody. Tune in next week. Next week.